Barb, the first couple episodes we did, Barb was like walking around. I was like, I'm sure it's going to pick that up, but it really just picks up. Right in front of right, us. Our, just our beautiful faces. Yeah. That's what it gets from us? Yeah. Beautiful That's faces. What it picks up. Hey, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. This is. Uh, just waiting for you to say that. You, yeah, yeah. You're the one that says it. <laughs> well, welcome to another episode of Never Seen Any of This. Uh, I'm Andy. I'm Sammy. I'm Raymond. And. TJ's not here today. Yeah, we so. literally did two episodes of like, TJ's back, and now he, he went back for a week, back to the South. He'll so. be coming back eventually, <laughs> back to the South. Yeah, he couldn't stay away from his from his heritage. Yeah. Uh, he needed to go back to where he felt uh, like he could be himself, he kept saying. Yeah, for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. So, I don't know. Maybe he'll come back. But, uh, we're back. Yeah. yeah. We'll uh, have TJ back eventually. Soon, probably. Hopefully full soon, time. yeah. So, yeah. good stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. and this was the first time in, what, like, two months, three months that we've sat down and watched, watched a movie, movie and yeah. then recorded yeah. on it? Uh-huh. <laughs> is the is this our first recording of 2020? Because we recorded our other ones before. Oh, I guess years. Good Time wasn't that long ago. I forgot we did Good Time. That was in yes. December. Yeah, that was December. Weeks. Yeah. So that wasn't Christmas. too bad. I was thinking, like, we did the... In November. The Ride John Sember, and then... <laughs> We had Christmas, so it felt like it had been a lot longer yeah. since we'd done that. But good time. We did it for good time. Anyway, this was our first get-together of 2020. Yeah. yeah. And it was Sammy's pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had to kind of go back a little bit and try to figure out whose turn it was. <laughs> we had to go back and take a look into our archives. Yeah. And um, this is one that was on my long list. It probably wasn't on the top of my, like, I want to watch these. But I was mm-hmm. like, it's on. It, they, I wanted to watch it a while ago, but I was like, there's no way to watch it. And then it recently came on to HBO. I was like, well, it'd be a fun one to do just for it, our first one of 2020. So it definitely seems like a movie you want to watch with uh, other people. Right, exactly. Yeah, um, it's Upgrade, which is a Blumhouse movie from um, 2018. 2018, yeah. Uh, I just remember seeing the trailers, and it specifically is the scene where he is in the house, and it's like following, like it, what it did through the whole movie mm-hmm. was like following him, and then he's like hitting the guy with plates. Is like in the trailer, and I was like, that just looks like a really fun, fun movie to watch. Uh-huh. Yeah, and. I didn't realize that it was, once you told me that it was from the guy who did Saw, I was like, oh, this is going to be, there's going to be some rough points, (laughs) and there sure are. (laughs) Co-wrote Saw, the screenplay with uh, James Wan. And said Mm -hmm. it also, then he also did Insidious, which, Uh yeah. He's James Wan's friend from, I think they went to school together, because Mm -hmm. I think James Wan's student film is a short film of Saw. Sure. And that he wrote with him, Mm -hmm. Uh, Lee Wanell. Mm-hmm. And he's also the second of the two leads in the first Saw movie. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So he's the not the guy that has to cut his leg off. Spoilers. I haven't seen Saw. You know what happens know. in Saw. <laughs> if you watch the other ones, doesn't it just flash back through all of them at some point? Like in each movie, they just like almost always flash back to something. Well, yeah, the, yeah. one of the ones I've uh-huh. seen is the second one, and they flash back because the girl comes back from uh-huh. the first one to the second one. They show her scenes from the yeah <laughs> from yeah. the first one. So. I just I rewatched the first Saw not too long ago, and that movie is really good. It's very good. That's yeah. what everyone says, and I honestly like the second one is they were not as good, but it still is a, the the, the, the one, twist. And I'll never forget the twist because the twist yeah. was like amazing. The first one is definitely like a really really well made like. Mm-hmm. It's got Danny Glover in it as like the main detective. Carrie always is in it. But and... all anybody wants is the gore porn, Andy. Well, they <laughs> the studio after it made a bajillion zillion dollars, they were like, oh, this could be a franchise 
and they hired a different guy who had a different vision for mm-hmm. what Jigsaw could be for Saw 2. And Saw 2 is still really good. Mm-hmm. It still has the story part of it. I but feel it like after that has point, more it takes of the it a different form. direction yeah, right. than then, like the psychological yeah. aspect. And then the third one is like, Okay, we're getting mm-hmm. pretty gore porn, still enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And That's then, the last one I've seen. Yeah, and then <laughs> after that, they were just like, all right, how yeah. can we... Fu- I've seen two and then five, and five was... It had, like, that Ferris wheel thing where they just, like, spun oh, and then, yeah. like, killed somebody in a random way. Yeah. And he had to choose when to stop it. And Absolutely. It oh, my their, gosh. Uh, they put out, like, one a year, and it was their it Halloween was, release. Yeah. Every Halloween, there was, a, uh-huh. there was a new song. And then they did Seven's the last one, and it's going to be in 3D. And then they did Jigsaw. Oh. Everyone needs a franchise. <laughs> I saw Jigsaw. Did and you see Seven? No. 3D? No. I remember when... 4D? J- <laughs> uh, I remember when Jigsaw was announced and all the trailers really made it look like... Back to the first Saw kind of thing? Or that they were like rebooting the franchise. Mm-hmm. So it was oh. like, you don't need to have seen Saw's... Because uh. the the Saw movies have an increasingly like intricate story for some reason which right like he need. he was dead here but actually he well, wasn't that's, dead that's or thing, this yeah. was a pre-recording or... and when someone makes like a deci- it's like comic books where when someone makes too like strong of a decision when they're like they need to continue the franchise like yeah. well how do we walk ourselves back from that? <laughs> so it was like when they announced jigsaw and it seemed like okay they're gonna like get a fresh start it's gonna be a new like series of movies and you can like enjoy this and then at five minutes into the movie, it was very clear that, no, mm-hmm. these are all characters who who were, like, in Seven. Uh. <laughs> but it came out, like, nine years after Seven or something like that. Huh. And there's a new one coming out yep. this year with Chris Rock that is allegedly supposed to be, like... That's what I've heard, a that it's a reboot, mm-hmm. yeah. So... I, I figured they would then do a Jigsaw franchise where there's Jigsaw 2. Yeah, that's the only reason that I had, like, any interest in going to see Jigsaw, because mm-hmm. I was like, I thought it was going to be, like, a reboot, like, yeah. a new, like, a, not in the same vein, but, like, sort of Halloween-ish. Sure, where it was, right. Like, it's, it's set in the same world, but you don't need to know everything. Just like The Purge, that yeah. they've done with that. And mm. then it, uh, yeah, that movie was, Jigsaw was bad. Yeah. It's, was I, it still gore porn? Yeah, but I didn't even think there was anything that terrible like none of the traps were like that squirmish in it. oh okay it was pretty disappointing mm. and then it do you guys care if i spoil it well spoilers i guess but no i don't care it has the same reveal as saw 2 had oh so like they're they're trying to go through it and then you realize that these traps took place like 12 years before and mm-hmm. it was all a right a flashback mm. so they're just redoing it, things that's already been yeah. done but my favorite part of what Jigsaw was doing was, of course, in every Saw movie, Jigsaw has to have, like, a vendetta against everyone in one of his traps. And uh. they were, like, finding increasingly, like, small things, very tangential <laughs> things. It was like, I saw you litter. <laughs> now are you willing to pick up the pieces of your life? Like, oh, my God. Yeah, it was, it was bad. That's pretty so, good. That's, that's good. Hey, thanks. Yeah. I practiced. In, in the mirror? Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, that's a long way to kidding around. This is the guy who wrote the first and best Saw movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, he, yeah, he wrote Insidious. Mm-hmm. And, With, which also has James Wan. And I believe mm-hmm. this was one of the, like, I, he directed this also. So he wrote yeah. and directed Upgrade. And I think it was, like, him starting to kind of come into his own. Because mm-hmm. he's got a bunch of, like, producer credits. I was uh-huh. checking it out. He's got, like, a bunch of producer credits and stuff for the other Saw movies and, like, mm-hmm. some other like Blumhouse stuff, but this seems mm-hmm. like the next thing he's done since for quite some time yeah. as a director. 
And now he's already got the Invisible Man lined up, which looks great. That looks really good. good yes. things about and it, it's yeah. the action, like, the, the action scenes in this movie are really, like, inventive and mm-hmm. cool, mm-hmm. which is kind of what you what I think you would want from an Invisible Man movie. If it, well, the way they're doing it, because, the, because, you know, if you see the Invisible Man, it's not an action movie exactly. franchise. So if they're going to turn it into But if you got horror, this, this concept, it seems mm-hmm. like he's good at taking concepts and finding cool and interesting yes. ways to explore them, mm-hmm. which I think is exactly what the Universal Monster movie is What needed. they want. Exactly. Yeah. So hopefully, fingers crossed, mm-hmm. Invisible Man's going to be good. It looks pretty so. good. Yes. It's not in the Universal... Well, they're it, not. It's, 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 not a, the it's a universal it's not, property. It is a universal property. Oh, it is universal property. And the Invisible okay. Man was a universal monster franchise they tried to make. Right, and they're all yeah. bad after the first and, one. Oh, okay. <laughs> so they've done it before. Yeah, in oh, the sixties. Okay. Uh, and Blumhouse is uh, owned by Universal. I'm pretty sure. Oh, um, maybe that would make sense. Yeah, because when they were the, doing the Universal monster movies, everyone was like, "Why don't you just let Jason Blum do it?" Uh, because like. Yeah. He's having had a very good track record with these mm-hmm. horror movies. It's like make them scary, make them cheap. Don't invest fifty million dollars just in Tom Cruise and then mm-hmm. make the twenty eighteen Mummy movie. Yeah, but that's a good movie. Is it? No, you didn't see it. I did. Oh, you did. See yeah, it? we wa- we had a, a a drunk time watching it. Kenzie and I did. Oh boy, <laughs> I still haven't seen it. Oh man, it's. I've heard it's laughably bad. I've heard what the twist is, and I was like, okay. <laughs> my favorite part—I was of, not invested. My favorite part of that movie is that the screenplay was written for somebody who's not Tom Hanks, and, and then Tom they or Tom Cruise. Yeah, you're right. And then they <laughs> and then they cast Tom Cruise at the last second to get some star power in there, but didn't change the script. So you have like people walking up to sixty-year-old Tom Tom Cruise and saying, "Hey, young gun." <laughs> yeah, it's supposed yep. to be like a 24 year old kid uh, but it's Tom Cruise yeah that's weird that's great. yeah alright so with all that yeah. being said Longhouse <laughs> talk yeah so uh what'd you think of Upgrade yeah Raymond what'd you think I mostly liked it yeah you kind of were guessing what was gonna happen as it was happening but. yeah <laughs> yeah uh, the, the script is probably the weakest part of the movie which is it's not like it's it's bad, right. but it's like it's not doing anything inventive yeah. either. And it was it was enough by pretty straightforward. I've seen enough movies, and I think we all have. The we we it all we all very, threw yeah, out yeah. one get, like one <laughs> guess where we were right at yeah. least once. It was very easy to tell exactly what was going to uh, happen. Very straightforward mm-hmm. revenge story. I would say the ending surprised me a little, a little bit. bit, a the, little like, bit. The like very the, very like, right, the, very, like the, yeah. the third right before twist credits. Yeah, right before the, the credits. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was surprised in how it ended. Well, we can get to that, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's. I had a, a pretty good time with it. I I had no knowledge of what this was, other than I think when it was like when it came out, I had seen that it was like a poster for it and knew it was a Blumhouse production, and that was it. Mm-hmm. And so when we started the movie, I was like, "Is this a horror movie?" And you're like, uh, "I don't know." <laughs> I was like, "I don't think so." But then Andy brought up the Saw Insidious thing, and I was like, "Oh, maybe this is." It uh-huh. wasn't. It wasn't advertised it, that way. It wasn't really a horror. It's no. like it's a, gory. It was a yeah. br- brutal thriller. Sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I I knew nothing about it going in, other than that, and I had no expectations. I knew it was going to be a movie done for cheap. Mm-hmm. But usually Blumhouse movies are pretty good for that yeah. reason. If they're going to be good, they're very good for that reason. Even, yeah. yeah, most Blumhouse has a really good track record. Of, and I think their their thing is, like, you don't get your hopes up that mm-hmm. much for 
shitty horror movies like right. that, and then they're they're pleasantly surprising. Right. Well, it's mm-hmm. like the new um, Black Christmas they just put out is like doing great. Yeah. It's got great yeah. reviews. Of, like it's it's a remake, but they've done something modern with it that's good mm-hmm. and it's short. Yeah. It costs nothing, and it's made them a bunch of money. Uh, the model makes sense to. He he understands horror. Yeah. He understands Jason Blum understands mm-hmm. like what makes something scary. So like if you make it scary enough and inventive enough, you don't need a huge budget for like months like monster yeah. makeup and stuff. The like whole that. idea is he he like finances people money like a small amount of money and goes do whatever you want. I don't care yeah. if they lose the money. Then it's not like they didn't lose very much to begin with. They get, can make it back. I mean, Get Out is like the best example of that yeah. because nobody was going to fund a massive budget for mm-hmm. uh, Jordan Peele to make a horror movie mm-hmm. right. that he wasn't going to star in and Keegan-Michael Key wasn't going to be in. Right. Like nobody was interested in making mm-hmm. that movie and then it was like one of the biggest success. Mm-hmm. It was one of the highest grossing movies of that year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I, I do wonder how much this money uh, or this this movie uh, cost. cost to make just because I think it was some of the stuff like the robot arms and like mm-hmm. some of the stuff seemed pretty well done and that could just be just because they worked hard on it but it seemed like there was higher it wasn't like B movie and I'm not saying the Blumhouse well, does B movie, movie but is a B movie. you think it's a B movie but I would no I see it, it looked a little bit it looks better nice. than a B yeah. movie that's what I'm saying yes, yes. yeah I definitely would say it's a B movie with the plot and what happens but I would uh-huh. say it looked mm-hmm. better than sure. that yeah. yeah it's a I I never can figure out the names of the guys that look like Tom Hardy that aren't Tom Hardy. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just called, I was like, well, who is this discount Tom Hardy? And I yes. looked it up as, what's Logan Marshall Green? I think his name yep. is. He's the same one from yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah, he's a uh, shocker in Spider-Man. Uh-huh. And then I think where he first started was that Devil movie. I don't know if he was anything before that, but we saw that. Yeah, That's uh, a Blumhouse movie. Yeah, I think it was Probably, one of the first Blumhouse movies. Yeah. Uh, it's a movie. Either that or nobody, he went to that right after Nobody that, yeah. wanted to fund that a Night Shyamalan in Either that or it's like the last movie he made before he started doing yeah. that. Because that's what, that's what he does now. Mm-hmm. It still should... I don't... It should have been called like Devil Vader or like Elevator. Like elevator? Elevator. Because it was literally... It all <laughs> took place in an elevator. Yeah. But it was called Devil for some reason. I mean, it made sense in the movie why it was called Devil, I guess. Uh-huh. But it shouldn't have been called Devil. Yeah. It's not a good movie. Delevator. <laughs> Devil of Vader. I did it. Done <laughs> but it. he is the main character in that movie. Yeah. So I don't I, think I've watched it since we saw it. And I thought he was a good shocker, but he does he I mean spoilers for Spider Man Homecoming. Spider Man at Homecoming, but he dies, right? And someone else takes the shocker stuff, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh Yeah, because when they don't catch Peter, um, Oh, Vulture. Vulture kills him, yeah. Yeah, okay. And like, all right. And he's like, oops. It turns him into a pile of dust. He's like, all right, you you now have the weapon. Go oh, okay. Get, go get yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> but I thought he was a really good shocker. Yeah. Even though now he's dead. So, peace. Rip, Rest in rip, peace. Rip. No one's ever really dead. <laughs> that's true. This is the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Right. He's Just because he was a bunch of dust doesn't mean anything. That uh, You're 100% right. <laughs> 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 I've seen the in-game. If, just because you're a bunch of dust, that doesn't mean you're dead. Yeah. Um, I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, there, his acting in a couple points. I was yeah. like, oh, <laughs> his delivery of a couple lines. Um, but overall, like, again, when I saw the trailer, I was like, I really want to see that movie. That looks like a fun time. And then I did see a tweet that the, someone said that this is the better Venom movie. <laughs> so then I was like, then we gotta watch it because yeah. <laughs> you saw Venom and I was like, I want to see what Andy thinks. It I never watched Venom. but similar. It is very similar. 
I still need to rewatch Venom. Because Venom. you don't remember Venom. <laughs> I don't remember a lot of it. It's not. A, I I thought Venom was not a very good movie, but it's fun. Right. Yeah. It's a very fun That's what time. I remember yeah. About yeah. The movie. Yeah. I just. Like, I, I thought it was funny when I saw a tweet, and then you saying that it's a discount Tom Hardy. But yeah. then to, for me to be thinking of <laughs> the tweet like that. Uh, <laughs> it's a discount, or it's a better done Venom, which I don't know if you guys agree with or not. But oh yeah. Um, you think it's a better yeah. Even though you don't remember Venom? <laughs> I mean, I do remember Venom. Yes, I just right. can't believe that if, I can't remember Venom it correctly. Venom in that movie did the shit that the computer in this one does, yeah. I would be all on board. Right. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's what I want. Yeah. This, it's, the action of this is very cool. Yes. how it works. And, and I do like how... It's very funny the, how it operates. Right. This, I wish they would have gone with the funny aspect of the, uh, in the a house little a little bit more, oh, a little uh, bit farther with yeah. it, but I did like that what it ended up because it, you it's i also liked how he even though some of his delivery of lines wasn't good uh-huh. how he like portrayed himself like mm-hmm. at the before he has it he's like very like slumped over uh-huh. a lot of the time and then uh-huh. as soon as he has it he's very like straight the entire rest of the time like a robot is controlling Make, him so yeah, i thought making that was, a choice to make it look like he's not really moving right himself. yes yeah and i thought that was really well done yeah and then the um dudes with guns in there they got guns Gun for, hands. guns for guns Gun hands. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> they were just Iron Man in this shit. Yeah, yeah. they were. Yeah. And then <laughs> I also thought it was a funny choice that the bad guy was uh, like a nerd looking dude. <laughs> yeah. Like a southern uh, Raven, yeah. Raven geek. Said <laughs> he looked like the poster boy for white power. <laughs> yeah. Well, multiple times he's like, you're not my race. Yeah, because he's be, a different race. You should be thankful to serve us. I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> proud boy. Yeah, that's exactly what he looks like. It is absolutely what he looks like. Like but a bowl cut, a mustache, yeah. and like suspenders. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a funny choice to make him like the main bad guy. Uh-huh. Which he, I mean, he doesn't, but he's like the main guy through most of it. The main, yeah. right. main bad guy. And then when we all looked at each other, when it turned out his name was Fisk, we we're like, is this going to relate to Marvel? Is this going oh, to be so. Venom? <laughs> Not the case, sorry. Yeah. Now, what this movie was missing that Venom had is a scene where he has to go eat raw lobster in a fish tank. <laughs> yeah. Because that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Incredible cinema. <laughs> what do you think of this movie? Uh, I liked it for what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought for, like, a lot of it was very, like, cheesy, bad script. Sure. Mm-hmm. It, I feel like for the first 40 minutes of this movie, I really could kind of care less. Uh-huh. And then once we got to the STEM stuff, it took a while. Wait, what? <laughs> that first beginning party was so sad. <laughs> Yeah, I know. But you didn't care? Not really. I feel like they, they did a good job of like making it like really sad. I, I, mainly, I was just like, I don't want to watch this. Oh, okay, yeah, I get that. I think the, <laughs> the setup for for uh, Logan Marshall Green becoming mm-hmm. paralyzed is, I mean... I think it goes on a little long. It, yeah, that's, that. that's my main thing. Okay. Once he becomes paralyzed, it's like, I'm, I'm with it yeah, after yeah. that. And then once the house sequence starts, I'm like, I'm all for it, that. Yeah, you know, that's right. Great. It was taking a long time, and it wasn't doing anything particularly right. well. The right. exposition was really bad. Yeah, it's like the first 20 minutes, or maybe not even 20, maybe 15 minutes, it's him just going like, man, I love analog stuff. Yeah. yeah. I sure I love, love cars. His wife coming in and being like, hello, husband. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, yes, wife. <laughs> I'm having a celebratory beer. Yeah, I was, I was while you're, they were even like... While you're worried with your computers. Computers like, bad. No. Human good. Human good, computer bad. It's so funny how they can they convey, like, someone who, like, is against or, like, doesn't like modern technology. When this is set 
in like the near future, but it's clearly like maybe fifty years, you know, fifty a hundred right. yeah. years from now. But because like, there's still things not, that are not yeah. like not in if the... Elon has his way. Yeah, it's right. only a year away yeah. according yeah. to Elon. Sure. But it's like uh, once that Musk baby is born, the uh, the first <laughs> the second coming. The first scene is him like working on a car, and it's like the first shot is like of a record player playing Howlin' Wolf, which is from like the 1950s. Yeah. So it's not even like he's list he's like working on a car that's from the 60s or 70s, and Man. he's like listening to music from the 50s, and then it's like just kidding, we're like a hundred years from now. Yeah, it, when it cuts cuts to he, the like the buildings being like and the, the drones like super high tech, and it's you're not like, even oh. something that's like it's not even like he, he was, doesn't like stuff from like it's like he doesn't like stuff from like. 30 years before I was born. That's yeah. <laughs> how, like, how much he doesn't like technology, which is the weirdest thing. He's born in the wrong decade, my yeah, dude. Yeah, no shit. But that makes him a good human, mm -hmm. and that's what gets this movie started, is because yeah. he's a human. Once, once we get STEM, and once he figures out he can, like, kick ass do shit, yeah. and do mm -hmm. shit, I was like, okay, I'm on board now. Yeah. Yeah. That's the premise of the movie. Like, I, I figured we were going somewhere in that mm -hmm. route. But, like, watching him have that whole house sequence where Stem takes over, I'm like, this is what I want. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It just took a long time to get there. Mm -hmm. Right. And I probably would have turned it off if we, if we weren't watching it together. <laughs> That's why we do these things. Yeah. So no, we can so make it to I, the I'm parts. glad we got there, because once we got there, I, I enjoyed what it was doing. It was very predictable. I right. wish but we it was sometimes five minutes in the beginning and yeah. got, like, one more sequence of him doing some shit. Yes. Yeah. Because with like, or maybe, like, another comedic sequence of him, like, switching on and off yeah. or like one more sequence before it be it like fully ramped up i wanted right. more action sequences mm. of him kicking ass it's like mm. it, it has the problem where like once it gets to like the second act it really just goes like all into the third it, it, like and, there's no time to like once he starts on the hunt it doesn't really stop yeah once he gets to like between stop number one stop number two is a good time and then stop number two on his quest becomes immediately, like, all the way to the end. It never yeah. stops yeah. after that. Mm -hmm. And it seems like, so the first time he lets Stem take over mm -hmm. and he fucking de-jaws the, uh, the first bad guy. So it's so brutal yeah. as hell. Uh, but then, like, the very next time he goes out to do it, he's very confident. Uh, and right. Very, he like, had a drink. He's like, I'm a ninja. <laughs> and he's, like, all okay with, like, killing people. Uh, and I thought that was a bit well, of a Well, he's jump. not okay with killing people. He still like he didn't want that to happen. Yes, he, just he, didn't he, want he seemed way more confident. Yeah. and it was like okay, I kind of get this, but I could have so used another. If I got one yeah, more, another, of, yes, yeah, right. one more there maybe before before like it becomes that he now has to like save the computer and get onto the next thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like if he had one more guy he had to take down before he got that information. Right, and I, I wonder I if they, they that had that planned. Maybe, maybe budget wise. They yeah, were going because it is so. It I mean again, it doesn't happen except for in that the house scene where he like is making faces while he's doing things that he doesn't expect he's mm -hmm. going to be doing is like Which, that's really funny. Good. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and it's really good. The scene is really good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But he never does that again, except for like when he looks away, he like often looks away when he doesn't want, like even at the end of the movie, when he shoots those two guys, he's looking down. Like he doesn't mm -hmm. want to right. like be a part of it, but mm -hmm. he kind of has to at a certain point. I, I thought for sure when it was going to cut to the dude that, the um, stem cuts up, but it was going to be a lot more gross. It didn't, I'm yeah, glad, didn't I'm glad it wasn't that gross. I was not for sure like his ears and his face would be all messed up. I was like, okay, it wasn't too bad. <laughs> Especially because of some of the other stuff we got, like the guy that gets his head blown off. Oh, yeah, that was brutal. That was awesome. And then <laughs> That's the, the next one after this. Yeah, uh-huh. And then main proud boy gets his head slammed down on like a glass shard. Mm -hmm. yep. Which is brutal, but like yeah, nothing it's not it's not really like an effect or anything. Right, you just right. see what happens, like, oh but oh. yeah, you expected like it to be like 
head gets blown up. Something crazy. Right. Yeah. And, like, it ramps up the action and then de-escalates it towards the end to, like, more normal. But it starts with, like, crazy action. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's almost backwards. Yeah, like... <laughs> it de-escalates itself back down to, like, normal thriller instead of, like, a killer robot is inside this man. Mm-hmm. Right. Because well, that even the, the fight scene with the the fist guy is mm-hmm. a it's an awesome fight scene because they yeah. both are like enhanced so mm-hmm. they're like the stem even says he's like I can't he's guessing all of my moves because we're both robots so uh-huh. you gotta you, you gotta, gotta take over and do it yourself you yeah. gotta bring out his human because he was all about you can't have use any emotion mm-hmm. so he's like you need he needed. Fisk to have some emotion so he could catch him off guard. Like surprise right. kill him. Yeah. yeah. And I thought that was cool that throughout the movie it's not just the robot doing everything. Like mm-hmm. you need him to be human through mm-hmm. a lot of it. Like even though that the old Bones place is like we don't have any technology. We're not even on the internet. <laughs> like was no really droids. funny. But, yeah. <laughs> He's like only a human can find it so he has to go find it. Like he, he knows where it's at which I thought was Funny, but it also I like that they had that in there where he mm-hmm. still had to do the human things that he has to do to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have to work the in people. tandem. Yeah, yeah. I wanted, yeah, I really wanted like one more scene of that before it like becomes just a straight up like normal thriller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you, oh. you know, you get most majority of what you. Uh, want out something of it. Yeah. was going to come back with. Uh, Deantward D- Hacker Girl, but I, I didn't like that. And scene. that was she <laughs> came out of, she was very much a. Like a Deus Ex Machina just kind of showed up out of nowhere, fixed his problem, and then was like, "Fuck it, we ball." And we can't, <laughs> we can't lose. Leaves. Yeah. yeah, this is how they lose. This is how we lose. There's some shit. This lose. is how I win. <laughs> the whole, yeah, you missed. You went to the bathroom. Missed like the beginning of the interaction, but it's like I really not good. It's like yeah, we need someone to like. You need a reason to be able to fix the computer. They invented that reason, but like the whole character is just weird. It's yeah. a weird like sidestep. For a mi- it's almost for a like they were like, minutes. we got to have Ready Player One related things. This is what could have happened in Ready Player Rent One World because they have the reference of like people that are just VR. in VR all the time. I've it's seen like, Ready Player One. Yeah, I'd live in that world. <laughs> in be in VR all the time. Yeah, I could be Batman with boobs. That's such a. It's such a. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> that's a choice that yeah. you can have, I guess. That's something you put that's out the... into the world. <laughs> okay, wait. <laughs> you can have any world, anything you want in VR, and that's the first thing that you go to? Right, zero seconds. You immediately had that. <laughs> that's oh, not boy. like in the movie. That's not like you're referencing something. That is what you came up with yourself. That's not like in Spielberg's deleted scene. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, ex- no explanation. I was just going for the alliteration. Uh, <laughs> Batman with boobs. Two okay, bees. it was just clever writing, was it? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sure. I was gonna say I was just thinking about it while you're that hacker sequence is so stupid. Because I mean, not entirely, but like the 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 script is so just like eye rolly when it comes to like original things that You're he right. has to say yeah right. when gray has to say something about like his condition or shit like that because like him interacting with stem is good mm-hmm. but then like yeah the, when he's talking to the hacker and talking like they're killing time while she's doing shit and he's talking about like the vr it's people all really bad well mm-hmm. he's like yeah who would who would want to live in vr that doesn't make any sense and it's like you're a uh, quadriplegic who's getting his like supercomputer turned back on so right. you can live a fake life. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you would be, if you didn't have that, yeah. may want to be in VR. <laughs> yeah. She just had to drag you into this building because you can't walk. And you're like, <laughs> why are these people living in a fake world? That's dumb. 
<laughs> I did I did really like uh the camera work in yeah. those fight sequences because yes. it, it was like uh tracking him. I read how mm-hmm. they I read a little thing they about how a, they did it. They had a Bluetooth phone yeah, on he's, him. He's got a phone on him with like a Bluetooth pair to a That's camera. Oh. So every time he moves, the camera moves That's cool. with him. Yeah. Because yeah. even and again this was you took a potty break and you wouldn't want didn't want me to pause, but I just want to keep bringing up things you missed. So <laughs> yeah, and you missed a lot. <laughs> he because at, at this part of the movie, like, the uh, guy who invented STEM is, like, trying to shut down STEM. Mm-hmm. So he's, like, going up the stairs, and every time he goes up the stairs, there's, like, less of him that's working. Uh-huh. So then it gets to the part where he has to just, like, crawl down the hallway, and yeah. it's tracking him again while he's crawling. And I oh, thought that cool. was really cool, too. Mm-hmm. That he's, like, ro- kind of, like, rolling, crawling, and it's, yeah. like, following him with that. Quick shifts. So you missed the best part of the movie is what yeah. I'm saying, because you had to pee. Yeah, the camera work <laughs> is really good. The score is fun. It's, it's really, like atmospheric electronic music that really just amps up the yeah for being what it is it, it gets set the mood mm-hmm. the yeah the, the action sequences are pretty fun uh, it's gross it's sufficiently gross mm-hmm. in certain it's definitely scenes. yeah I, we knew as soon as he like was gonna get the surgery to like put the stem in is like we're gonna see this yeah <laughs> you sure do <laughs> see him cut open his back and just put that thing right in his meat yeah <laughs> Right, that's what Raymond said, and I was like, "You can say that, I guess." Well, that's one way to, to say that. Yeah. Put it right into his meat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, does his meat his meat must work? His meat works. Well, when you're a quadriplegic, your meat still works. Oh, does it? Are we no. talking about penis? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I guess I should have been more specific. What? I think some some of them do. No, but I was just saying when he got the stem thing. Well, we never got confirmation that it was broken. Yeah. Well, I guess we got never com- any confirmation that it actually works either. Oh, it could have from the beginning. Yeah, it we should, we should have said. Yeah, from the get go, it probably didn't work. I mean, that's screenwriting one one oh one. In the first five pages, we need to establish that your main character has a functioning penis, <laughs> which we didn't get. That's they the kiss. First thing you learn. They make school. out, but. Which, I mean, to be honest, is the only reason you want a car that drives itself, is so you can yeah. make out in a car. Extracurricular not, not be in a seatbelt. That's why that memorable scene from Terminator where Arnold shows up and goes, my penis is fully functional. <laughs> in the first five in minutes. In the first five minutes. Yes, yeah. 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 That's what he was doing. <laughs> Gotta establish that. That's right. <laughs> Otherwise, everyone's confused. Yes. You so can't start the movie. That's my one disappointment. The, the world... movies, I'm a little confused yeah. by the end of it. These are world-building blocks that we need (laughs) (laughs) and i mean the the cop who's played by the grandma from get out and we looked up and she's just in like every blumhouse movie almost um i just feel like she let him get away (laughs) too much multiple times like as soon as he his wheelchair was there at the crime scene of the first one don't let him get away but then he's like oh your wheelchair was then found at the second crime scene she's it's going to be a terrible thing to say, but she's a really bad detective if she can't catch the supposedly quadriplegic person. Right, yeah. Like, like he should be the easiest person in the world to capture. I mean, I guess you're at, like, benefit of the doubt. Like, if the fo- footprint was found, like, mm-hmm. obviously he didn't do that. Well, it's like... But, the, you know, like, that's the first thing that you think of is, like, yeah. there's no way he did that. Mm-hmm. Also, they, With this computer technology in this world we have, there's no way he did that. Yeah. Well, it's like, uh, well, that, yeah, that is kind of funny that, like, there's nothing like this that exists in their world, but, like, people have implants. Yeah. Well, and they established that they saw him on, like, a security drone. Yeah. 
And they were like, oh, it can't track you because STEM, like, overwrote it. Like, right? Well, that, that was right? after he got, when she, the hacker did her hacking thing. But so the that first time he showed up, it didn't match his body. Right. Right? Yeah. And so she was like, well, I can't do that anymore. But, like, if you know where he's at, uh-huh. why don't you just go watch the security and see footage where and see where yeah. he leaves? That's, that's the thing. is her character is underwritten because she needs to, like, be on the trail. But, but not too much on the she trail. She can't solve it because otherwise he's got to deal with that before the yeah. third act. But like she, so she's onto him. But yeah, it makes no sense that like her security footage is watching from like a, a top view of a drone, mm. watching him just scoot down like the street, <laughs> and it was like no match. But like you can absolutely tell can, that that's him. You can place him, uh, not him. <laughs> Where, like the the match was for like a boot print that was on the porch, which like right. she the next time right. she shows up, she's checking his boots. But security footage that can, like in every movie, enhance in 4K. Uh huh. <laughs> but at the same time, I think that we kind of STEM could have just been saying that because STEM I STEM mean, did it. STEM did all of it, so That's he could have been just saying Spoilers. like, "Oh, I can read that," but really, he it. just knew all along what to, how to lead him to. STEM was the author of all of his pain. He was, <laughs> which honestly I didn't see coming. I don't know if you guys saw coming. I, I mean, I was kind of, that kind of I, surprised I me main, a little bit. I thought the main bad guy was or the was going to be Genius Boy. Yeah, yes, I thought that Cloud same, Boy did yeah, it. I thought Cloud Boy did it, which they don't really explain that cloud. It's his rain cloud. He oh. created it. He can make STEM his own weather. Yeah. So it seems like STEM there is a scene that I don't know if they explain, or maybe I missed it. When he's crying, when the cloud's crying. And then it does a shot of <laughs> when the clouds crying. Sorry, <laughs> it shows the it shows the computer, and it just says system error. Oh, I think it was because he couldn't track where he was, and he knew he was going to come kill him. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he knows that Stem's the one really running right. the operation. Yeah. Which it makes all of his scenes so funny because it's like Stem was telling him. Stem what to was do. telling him what to do, but it's also like when he goes to visit uh, Logan Marshall Green, he's like, "Hey." Don't do anything. We're really just talking to Stem. Being like, hey, don't murder anyone, my man. <laughs> my man. Yeah. Don't make my, this man murder. Dude. <laughs> Crazy with power. And so, I mean, yeah, cool that Stem ended up doing all of it. I thought that was a cool twist. Mm-hmm. And then the very, very end is not a happy ending. Well, no, I depends. think it's definitely it's... setting up for a Wait, sequel. whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> depends. <laughs> You thought it was a happy ending? He got a happy it's, ending. It's for uh, Gray. He gets a happy ending because he's just essentially in a coma forever. With, and his, he gets with, his, with his wife, I guess. And he doesn't but, know it's a dream, necessarily. I feel like he... Unless, yeah, I guess it might be setting up the sequel. Because it, it does a good job of, like, setting that up prior. Like, uh-huh. that he sees his wife and he's like, that wasn't a dream. Uh-huh. I like, is setting it up a little bit that he, like, he knows yeah. that it's not. Yeah. Real and then I mean like Inception wise, he why would he have his ring? Yeah, because he knows that the guy took his ring. Well, what what the end the last scene is his wife. Oh, being, I guess like, he's saying that they, from the moment they crash. Once they crash, that's the end. They pulled a Jacob's ladder, and I was going to be really mad, <laughs> but if that's without what it was. Yeah. and then right. I was like, I think I, both of us were like holding our breath, being like, "This isn't a fucking." They can't be. They can't be. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. whole movie wasn't a dream because you said it as a joke, and they yeah. were like, "Wait, wait, oh, <laughs> oh no." <laughs> Yeah, then once it reverts back to Stem being like, there's no gods here, it's just me. <laughs> oh, only Stem. Yeah. <laughs> Which, like, okay. I mean, he can't go around as a normal human because his eyes are all weird. Like, they made a well, point also, of showing that his eyes got all weird. Wear contacts. The uh, other I mean, guys uh, The other around. guys were wearing contacts, yeah. 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 So I guess, but... 
that it was funny that it showed him that he's like he's got to learn how to walk a little bit normal because he he's walking like a GI Joe oh, yeah. trying to move his limbs. Well, he's also murdered a cop and like the head of a giant like no cops organization. No Fuck cops. <laughs> so like he's now on the run and he's just now a sentient supercomputer yeah. man. Well, yeah, that could be. I don't know where you take the sequel, but. Maybe they will. I think his br- he makes Maybe. a point to say that his brain's broken. I don't know if there is a sequel there. Yeah. <laughs> he kind of broke his brain think, trying to fight back. Yeah. Yeah. He I just think, went insane. That's all. I think it yeah. made money. Like, I think I, it was they a all decent, do, really. it was a decent success. Uh-huh. And it was critically, people liked it a lot. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, it was a, a, a fun time. I like the, the the ending scene with him like fighting back and like because uh-huh. as soon as he started to choke the girls like you can't kill her she's a good guy and he even like has that where he's like I don't want to kill her he didn't want to really kill anybody there's no good guys here Sam. there's no good guys only Stan there's no good guys there's only no Stan. good no bad only gray uh, and that's what the movie's really trying wow. to say <laughs> they named him gray I mean come yeah. on <laughs> there's a gray area. Do you guys, do you get it? I get it. Human bad, computer, computer bad. Good. No computer. <laughs> but computer good, but human good. But really, in the end, computer bad, because not human. No, yeah. hum- computer bad, because human bad. Human make computer. You know, they just... <laughs> you know what? This may be, like, the end of an era for those type of movies. Because did you see that Warner Brothers just announced oh. they're put, they're they're gonna use a software to develop new movies that's AI based the fucking random idea generator random ideas and yeah. someone else will go write it so like we're not gonna see very many computer bad movies anymore yeah cause computer make movie no more computer bad movies computer so hero. stupid that's yeah. so I did not hear that that's crazy yeah the, the first what? thing I saw was someone quote tweeting it being like the whole reason the MCU exists is because John Favreau convinced Marvel that uh, Robert Denny Jr who was his career was in the toilet should be a bankable star for like a C-string Marvel <laughs> character. Yeah. And that's the entire foundation the MCU is based on. It's something in a computer would be like too risky. Yeah. I wouldn't do it. The, uh, I mean, Warner Brothers known for making great decisions on <laughs> everything. Yeah. So. Yep. <laughs> it, it just makes, it makes no sense what they're doing with their whole anything. Yeah. Who knows? Oh, well, Wonder Woman looks good. Yeah. For I mean, I worry about it a little bit, but it does look good. I trust Patty Jenkins. Yeah. Side note, mm-hmm. I've heard that Wonder Woman is, like, complete. Like, they have an edit done. And so that's well, yeah. usually a sign of a lot of confidence in the movie. Sure. Okay. That it's done this early and they were able to give her enough time in... Yeah, when post- does it come out? June? Oh. 1984. But, so there's already trailers. Like, there was a like teaser and there's posters. Like, it has to be, like... But the first Wonder Woman, they were, like, really not expecting it to do well. Mm. They were expecting neckbeard bros to fucking hate it. And the only reason that movie, like, did so well when it did was they they dropped the review embargo. Right. Let people see it, like, three weeks early. Mm -hmm. And so, like, three weeks leading up to it, everyone was saying, you guys, this is really, really good. So Uh it had a lot of that buzz. And so I think they learned their lesson from that. And Uh so they're going to really, like... Be able to take their time with the the second one. Hype. Let yeah. people see it early. I mean, she rides lightning, so it's gotta yeah. be good. Yeah, you got so. it. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, anyway, yeah, all right. That's a discussion for another time. That's another time. That that's was our time. review on Upgrade. Upgrade. Yeah, that's pretty. That fun. you are listening through some computer. And stems watching you. Shit. <laughs> that okay. old roach. That old roach. 
Well, we got a little bit of time left, so uh, we had a two hour. You got thirty minutes until my Jeopardy. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> gotta have his, man's gotta have his man's jeopardy. gotta have his jeopardy. gotta have a jeopardy uh, but uh this ends in 30 minutes regardless, regardless. of where we're at Alex demands start it. the clock <laughs> <laughs> but uh we don't have enough for a two hour long wrap up no, we could really. we no, probably no, could no, we, we could don't. bullshit our way through it but yeah there's not yeah. enough <laughs> but uh so we'll do a little that's mini, all we do we'll do a little <laughs> mini roundup of what we've been watching here so yeah uh, uh, Raymond, why don't you go first? What's uh, sure, yeah. something you've been watching since our last podcast? I uh, I actually messaged both of you guys about it. We, uh, my girlfriend and I, watched Layer Cake the other day. That's right, yeah. Which oh, is yeah. Matthew Vaughn's first always to direct- watch it directorial movie, and Matthew Vaughn is now known for doing Kick Ass and Kingsman and uh, Stardust. Yeah, Stardust is the one after this. You're just gonna bull. Oh wait, he didn't do Kick Ass too, did he? I don't know. I think he hope did, not. but man, I hope that not. Bad. <laughs> yes, it is. And is it bad. like Daniel Craig's one of her, one of his first movies? Yes. Yeah. I <clears throat> I don't know where he is in. He's very thin, so I don't know when he becomes Bond. It's it's, it's, it's after it's, that. It's yeah, I, before, I know it is, yeah, but I was right. trying to figure out how close because it's like Jay, he had to have started making it. It's Casino think, Royale. Yeah. The reason I know about Layer Cake <laughs> is the it, it's it one of the ads in Casino Royale. The oh, DVD. funny. Layer Cake is in. The oh, ad. very funny. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's a. What? And I think that was, like, one of the main... Because people were fucking livid when they yeah. announced Daniel Craig as James sure. Bond. Yeah. And they were like, but, like, here's Layer an cake. example of him <laughs> yeah. in in an action movie. Yeah. And people were like, well, that's not James Bond. Right. <laughs> Give Which, me blunt. Um, Give me more, die another day. <laughs> God. Uh, yeah, so it's Matthew Vaughn, before that, it's, like, Guy Ritchie's man. Mm-hmm. For, like, so he's, like, an assistant and, like, his right-hand man for all of Guy Ritchie's early movies. And then in the early 2000s, he's like, I want to make my own stuff. And so he makes a movie that's the most Guy Ritchie movie he ever made, which yeah. is, I mean, more even more so than Kingsman. And now Guy Ritchie's <laughs> making The Gentleman, which, which looks is a like Kingsman. Kingsman. Yes, it does. Because yeah. <laughs> um, he's not doing Kingsman. No, that is, uh, that is uh, Matthew Vaughn. The Ma- Matthew no. Vaughn is doing the yes. That's what I was asking. No, like he, Matthew Vaughn is doing yeah. the prequel one? Yes. Okay. It just it got pushed back like five months. Uh-huh. Oh. I'm excited. I'm more excited. I want the gentleman to be good, but I've heard like a lot of stuff about it being kind of not. <laughs> I'm hoping Guy Ritchie's had a hard couple years. I was gonna say I don't know the last time I saw him. Only... Seen like a good Guy Ritchie movie. He started doing garbage only. That's why. Yeah. yeah. For some reason, even the Sherlock Holmes movies, they're they're fine. They're fun garbage. Yeah. <laughs> they make no sense logically if you like think about them. And why would a Sherlock like, Holmes I've... be logical? Those like the movies, one thing you should do with Sherlock Holmes. Those movies would totally be fine if there wasn't the BBC Sherlock Holmes happening at right. the exact yeah. same yes, time. To that, really be like, oh, there's that. Yeah, that's that done way right better. There. Yeah, if there wasn't that point of comparison, they'd be way better movies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Layer Cake is based off a, a book. Mm. It's um, it's like a... I'm hooked. It's a lot like... It reminds me a lot of uh, Jackie Brown in the same way that oh, it's like oh, a crime yeah. thing that's like the, the director's borrowing from something else it's like already pre-existing material and he's just like putting his own spin on it oh cool and it's um it's like the idea is daniel craig's like an early 30 something like mid-level guy in a drug operation where he like helps make sure the drugs are made and then like helps distribute them and he's like got a plan where he's like he's too smart it's like the whole movie he's narrating it to you the audience Mm. and he's like 
too smart to let the whole life get to him. He's going to, like, he's got one more job, and he's going to have, like, a million dollars, and he'll retire and be, like, a normal person. Yeah. And the whole movie is, like, his boss is then immediately, like, hey, you got to do this thing that you don't normally do. And then that sets off, like, a whole, uh, a whole like, cavalcade of events that get him mm-hmm. into trouble increasingly. So it's, it's a lot of fun. So you're saying there's layers to the cake. There's a lot of layers to the cake. Mm-hmm. Uh, the One of the main characters is... Um, you're really pushing me yeah. today. <laughs> <laughs> is, uh, I'm going to deal with cats with you. I can do what I want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, one of the main okay, characters is uh, Michael Gambon, who is Dumbledore. So oh, My boy. Yeah, so he's like he plays like an old mob boss. It's like a rival to Daniel Craig's mob boss. And like he stops in to talk to him a lot. And I was like, I kept looking at him and be like, where is this in the Harry Potter chronology? Like, <laughs> it's after he, he had to be after he took over because it happened. I think this takes place in like 2003, so it might be like at the same time that he started as Prisoner of Azkaban. I think Prisoner of Azkaban's 2004, so it might. It's have been right, right in after there somewhere. It's got to yeah, be right in there. Because the he, first ones are 2001. Does he have the beard? No. Oh, okay. No, but he he definitely has more weight to him, which I think he's, he looks <laughs> like a normal person. Whereas Dumbledore's a hundred something and right. looks more frail. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he definitely looks younger than the first two Dumbledore. First two Richard Dumbledore. Harris. Richard yeah, Harris. He was, he looks was really ancient. old. Yeah. Prisoner of Azkaban's 2004. Yeah. Okay. But yep. what wins Layer Cake? Like 2004. <laughs> but it might have been filmed earlier. 2004. Yeah. Wow. So they're and the same universe. Um, Casino Royale is 2005, right? Uh, six, I six. think. We're just going to look up dates. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, to Yeah. All right. So that makes sense of the timeline I was trying to I was trying to figure out. But yeah, let's do our timeline. Michael Gambon, except for Dumbledore, like plays bad guys, like yep. assholes. He's, yeah. He's everything I've seen him in. He's very good. There's um, a Robert Downey Jr. movie called The Singing Detective that it you is, want to have us yeah, to watch. Yeah. It's not very good, but it's based off of like this this British writer who like wrote three like three big musical BBC like miniseries and michael mm-hmm. gambon plays the robert downey jr character in the miniseries oh okay. and so he plays that guy and it's very fun i know i saw him, him in some western that i was like hey oh, funny dumbledore yeah i couldn't I was imagine like, this that. is good <laughs> he's the bad guy in fantastic mr fox yes that's he is. right yes it also he's looks like him Boris <laughs> Bunsen bean yeah yeah one fat one short one lean yeah i love that movie it's <laughs> layer cake's very fun it's it's just a lot of uh if you've seen Lockstock, Two Smoking Barrels, and Snatch, you know what to expect when you see I've never seen Snatch. Have you not? No, I, I, I was making a joke, but I, yes, I also have not seen it, the movie. That... <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I haven't seen any of those movies that you just said. You haven't seen Lockstock or Snatch? Uh-uh. Oh, well, I have. Lockstock is... Lockstock is Can we say it? <laughs> Lockstock is great. What is That's, that? Um, I mean, they're they're like... Crime slash heist movies from Guy Ritchie. It's what oh, put okay. him on the map. So it's like it's the beginning of Jason Statham. That's where he's from. Okay. And uh, wait, Snatch is the Brad Pitt. Yes. Where they're super Irish. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's what I've heard from that one. Is that it's really hard to understand what they're saying. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's a. They're like ensemble cast pieces of uh-huh. like it's like an Ocean's kind of movie where right. they all have to come together. I know to I almost watched yeah. Snatch. But they're I about heard, crime. Yeah, yeah. And it's like the really big, like the thing that made Jason Statham happen as a, as a, a character actor. Okay. So yeah, they're a lot of fun. I own at least Snatch. I well, think I do want to do Layer Cake. Yeah. I do want to watch Layer Cake. Yeah, right yeah, now yeah. it's on Netflix and we're just browsing through like the Netflix movies all being like, it. what is something, because I was trying to find something that was actually good that's on Netflix for movies because they, They've added a bunch of stuff recently that's, like, critically acclaimed movies. And so I'm just going through, like, every fucking category. And it's, like, every 
every swipe on the menu gives you like five new things and like six things that are in all the other lists. So you have to like scroll through every list to see like what isn't the same in every list. Yeah. And I scroll through God, one. Ne- I was like layer cake. I was like, oh, searching shit. through Netflix is a goddamn nightmare. <laughs> it's so hard to <laughs> see anything. I saw a tweet that was something like, it's like you're walking through a hotel yeah. <laughs> room and everybody, every door is open and people are screaming at you. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's so funny. Every time you turn to a door, it opens and the door kicks open. Yeah. Screaming they're screaming at you. At you. <laughs> It's it's a lot of fun. It's based off a pre-existing thing. It it can be a little hard in the beginning to follow what's happening because it's like here's a loose thread, here's a loose thread, here's a loose thread. Right. And it all it all comes together eventually. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of fun. Cool. Sweet. Is that all you got? No, there's I, oh. there's a couple other things. Are we gonna go around in a circle? How do we? I don't sure, know. we can do that. Sammy, yeah. talk about something you watched. Um, I watch. I'll talk about a movie that I watched um, separately. It was the, like the. Two nights before I went back to um, teaching, so it was like one of my last nights, and I was like, I should probably get back on a sleep schedule, and uh-huh. I didn't. Instead, I um, was nice. looking on my phone for um, something to watch, and HBO would just put a bunch of movies on, and I watched uh, Detective Pikachu. Ah. Oh, yeah. I, I hadn't watched Detective Pikachu yet, so I, I wanted to watch it, mm-hmm. and I thought it was uh, a fun movie. Yeah. Um, the yeah. Pokemon stuff is a lot of fun, because I, I was like, it's oh, I know that Pokemon. I, I know yeah. that Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I'm like naming all the Pokemons as I'm watching it, sitting... The well, Pokemans, as I'm like... <laughs> so you're not a real fan you just call them all the Pokemons. Pokemons. All the Pokemonsters. And mm-hmm. I was like, even though Kenzie was asleep next to me, I was like, Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Bulbasaur. <laughs> not really, but... <laughs> I did have an issue with what they decided to come up with and At what the they end? decided to do with the it. The ending with is, what, is strange. With what Mewtwo is able to do, I was like, yeah. okay, <laughs> sure, yeah. sure he can, all I guess. All of that is very strange. How I felt with Detective Pikachu was I felt like it was marketed to a slightly older audience uh-huh. than the movie was actually intended for. Uh-huh. Right. Because they were definitely banking on, like, Deadpool-style humor. Yeah. So the trailers, and I, I thought the the CGI was pretty impressive mm-hmm. in those trailers. I, it yeah. made me excited to watch a Pokemon movie. Mm-hmm. Right. But it felt like it had the comedy of, like, a little more edgy Deadpool-esque. Because even, like, the bar scene from the trailer, you're like, ooh, this is like a could go bad like mm-hmm. even like uh-huh. shows jigglypuff like get mad and, and you're like what's gonna happen and in that scene and it's very much like it is a kid's movie. yeah it is a kid's movie for sure yeah yep Through especially the with the last reveal of who is dad yeah, <laughs> like, yeah i was like okay at that point and it was so obvious yeah. so obvious I, you like never see the dad's face and you're like okay i, I worked <laughs> like, with I like worked and with, i didn't know the reveal but i was like i know what's gonna happen yeah i worked with someone who had seen the movie right before me yeah and i was like oh i got tickets to see it and he's like I had given him several warnings about spoiling movies to me because right, yes. he kept doing that. So yeah. he was being very careful. He's like, when they revealed who his dad is, people in my audience clapped. It's pretty cool. And I'm like, oh. What? So I was, what? Kind of, I was like, it's got to be Clap. some sort of like stunt casting or something. And then, spoiler alert for it, it just is, Ugh. it is just actually Ryan Reynolds. It's real yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, I was I, like, oh, oh, okay. You know? I remember <laughs> loving the music. I think yeah. the music yes. is like one of my favorite. Yeah. It's so of it's so great that like the the Pokemon theme music they know it. There's mm-hmm. like yeah. they they like it's Pikachu sings it us a couple times, and then there's like some game happening on like or television uh-huh. thing where it's playing on the television show. And I, was, I an, thought that was great. There is a version of the anime theme song, in mm-hmm. there. right? And yeah, then mm-hmm. yeah. That's I remember saying. the um, the end credit song being really awesome, but that's mm-hmm. not available like on oh, Apple Music annoying. or anything. Oh. I've been trying to find it because mm-hmm. I remember. The, loving that huh. end credit song. I was kind of upset because it 
reveals that that stuff that he got sprayed in his face or whatever that is making yeah. the Pokemon angry was like R. So I was like, oh, cool, Team, Team Rocket. Rocket. But, but Team Rocket they're... never shows up. And I was like, ah, oh, I kind of wish cool Team Rocket would have. It'd be cool if maybe that tied into a sequel. Yeah. Right. I don't think this movie made the gobs of money that they expected to do, but I think it did okay. It did yeah. pretty well. I thought but, it did pretty well. Yeah. I heard that it did pretty well. Because the reviews that came out of it, too, were like pretty positive I as remember well. like seeing like Detective Pikachu and seeing the trailer and being like, this movie's going to make a shit ton of money. Because uh, yeah. right. Pokemon sells very Especially well. internationally. And I think it made... Pretty good money. I mean, yeah, I think they made money as alone as just on my brother. I think he saw it like three or four times yeah. in theaters. So. I, saw, I saw it once. <laughs> it was, uh, you know, it's the the story of them making the movie is pretty incredible along the way. Cause, like, it had a triple production where people have tried to make a Pokemon movie for like 20 years. And like the last, I don't know how long Lionsgate's had the rights, but I listened to a uh, podcast from the uh, Blank Check. And they do one-off episodes sometimes when they're not doing a series where they had, like, the writers of the movie they're friends with. So they had the writers of the movie come on and talk about making the movie. And they're like, yeah, we're, like, the six people to work on it. Yeah. They had, like, they the the story of it. It's like someone would write a script, and they'd be like, cool. And then, like, six months would pass, and then someone else would get the script and, like, do a pass on it. Oh, so, yeah, there's, like... 11 credited screenwriters. Yes. Jeez. Uh-huh. So by the time the two guys... And Andy would... just knows that off the top of his head. <laughs> I'm looking at IMDb. <laughs> by the time that they got to the movie, they're like, they rewrote it, the whole movie. They have the credit for that. But then, like, every time they kept an idea from someone else is script, they have to include them as a credited right. writer. Okay. So that's why there's a story all... by... Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. But it's like the guy who designed the Pokemon is someone who did fan art of Pokemon. Like, there was a, yes. there was a, a Tumblr meme and, like, an internet meme Five, like three or four years ago, maybe a little bit longer, that was like, here's what Pokemon would look like and, in real life. And, I and think, it was that guy. And I think that's <sighs> the biggest appeal of this movie yes. is seeing how like a, a functioning city works with Pokemon mm-hmm. in it. Right. That was the most interesting part. The designs of the look very good and very functional uh-huh. as like th- as cr- actual creatures because sometimes yeah. Pokemon designs are insane. And they yeah. kept finding reasons to leave the city. Uh-huh. And it was like, I just want to see more. Yeah, I want to see yeah. more. <laughs> right. Mr. The whole Mr. Mime interaction. Mr. Mime's like great. A so lot. good, yeah. Like, it's a, it's a dumb joke, but I like that it's like one scene of just continuing that dumb joke as much <laughs> yeah. as possible and then just being done with it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I enjoyed, I, I was glad I finally watched it. It was, I was. Yeah, I enjoyed it, but it yeah. wasn't as, the, it wasn't as groundbreaking yeah. as right. people by the, expected. By the time I enjoyed it. it. By the time it got through, I was like, I really wish there was more of, like, either the Ryan Reynolds, like, satirical, cynical humor that they mo- they were, like, yeah. really banking on. Which Detective they did a Pikachu little bit, but yeah. yeah. I but, think, yeah. but yeah, for most of the movie, he's like, oh no, for, like, most of his actual yeah. reactions. I think for the fact that it is a live-action Pokemon movie, mm-hmm. it's an adaptation of a video game, and mm-hmm. the track record for both of those things, we could have, it could have been far worse. Yeah. <laughs> the movie starts when I was like, oh, did they dupe me? Are they literally just going to do Pokemon the movie live action? Uh, because it starts the exact same way with Mewtwo breaking out of the science, the lab. Uh-huh. So I was like, oh, did I get duped? Is it just going to be <laughs> Pokemon? And I was yeah. like, I wouldn't be mad. Yeah, but. I'd be down for that. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like you have to use Mewtwo because they set him up multiple times in the actual universe to be like an all-powerful god. Right, so like, who you can just we, have to. It's funny because they have who to. Who can like, write us out of some things? Mewtwo. <laughs> you have to ignore that like in, in the actual Pokemon video game lore. They've had to like undo themselves every time they have to like right. a new game. They and, had yeah. to be like this guy's the, a god, and then the next game like, oh, but also these guys are gods, and also these guys, <laughs> these are two parts of the same god that controls weather. And it's like, ah, and, okay. All right. And I guess like it did okay. It did okay, but I always felt that like if you 
the because Mewtwo was all over the marketing. Mm-hmm. Like, you should have kept that as a reveal. Yeah. Right. Like, you can sell a Pokemon movie just on Ryan Reynolds' Pikachu. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, that's... that's that's <laughs> I saw most of the marketing at first had Pikachu, and then as I got closer, it became, like, a lot of Mewtwo. I'm like, I didn't want to know Mewtwo was in this because... It would have been really cool if you didn't know. But, mm-hmm. I mean, if, if you don't know Pokemon, that's fine. But if you do know Pokemon, it's like, well, here's their get-out-of-jail card for anything right. you want to do. Is yes. You just exactly. invent him a psychic power. Yeah. You get it. You do whatever you yeah. want. All right. All right, you got me for 15 more minutes until Uh-oh. Jeopardy comes in. Oh, shit. <laughs> just going to turn Jeopardy on and we'll hear it in the background. Uh, well, uh, we can talk a, a little bit about, uh, I've seen three movies in mm-hmm. theaters wow. since, since then. And the first with your A-list. One, with my A-list. Yep. Uh, but the first one I saw was uh, Uncut Gems. You and I, Ooh, Sammy and I went and saw yeah. Uncut Gems. Mama. That was Boy. a rough time. And we won't spoil anything because, Good. Raymond, I think you should absolutely watch this movie. I, I'm excited to see it. I also didn't feel like I needed to see it in theaters. It <laughs> delivers on the being more uh, stressful than Good Time. Oh. I know you said that you feel like there are certain instances in Good Time that are more stressful. I, I, I would... So, I, uh, no, I, what I thought was that Good Time overall, through the whole thing, was like more stressful mm-hmm. like just being stressful throughout sure while every time that was stressful in uncut gems was much more stressful okay yes okay. if that makes that. sense because okay. i feel like there were more down points in uncut gems there than there were in good time like okay the, yeah this is a little everyone isn't screaming at the top of their right yeah you scene. get to breathe for a second well i feel like good time even though there were times mm-hmm. that were slower it was still like oh man this is there's still stress a yeah, little bit in the background uh-huh. yeah most, like most of the time you would imagine that people yelling over each other would be, like, impossible to watch in a movie. But I think the way it happens here is it done just really masterfully. adds mm. to the stress. It's, it's so... When people are just talking, like, people aren't hearing what he has to say. And he's, like, just have to keep, like, talking over each other. I'm like, yeah. this is exactly how people talk. And it's so stressful. <laughs> in, in the 70s, Robert Altman, like, developed a sound recording. To, because before, like, MASH, I think it was, mm. they... You recorded everything in mono, yep. and he like developed a thing for Mash because he wanted people to overlap and talk over each other because it makes it like more realistic and more stressful. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like uh, this is that to the nth degree. Yes, oh. because it's literally uh, Adam Sandler is Howard, and he's talking to someone on his phone while he's texting somebody else on his phone while there are three people yelling at him while his workers are talking to him and then he's also trying to talk to his wife and people are trying to get into his work while that's all happening knocking on the door and <laughs> like, it's yeah and that's like where the movie starts oh, <laughs> so it, and i hate it already the the last part of the movie i feel like is the most stressful thing i've ever watched i was sweating i couldn't wow. i covered my eyes at a couple points because i was like i cannot watch this is so stressful it, all that being said I loved it. Yes, uh, I, I, it, I had a great time. I thought it was amazing. <laughs> I was a great. I, I I knew what I was going into, uh, so I wasn't like and, upset what I got. But and I feel like I would. Those frat boys sure loved it. Oh yeah. So we went and saw it on like a <laughs> Thursday night, and there were literally like twenty boys that all looked. They were part of the same group. Beanies. Uh, beanies like, and like suits. <laughs> yeah, and huh. they very obviously were like bro showing up to see the new Adam Sandler movie oh. not knowing what it was but they were I the, guess I don't know I, don't I feel know. like they, I feel like they knew. they're like there's basketball in this bruh I don't know <laughs> it was it was very strange they all bought 
incorrect tickets and just sat together in a group. Oh. And then as people came into the, th- they, that's so the like worst. through the entire credit, the entire trailers and like the first part of the movie, they were like were walking in, being like, they were very slowly being separated throughout uh, the theater, and and they were like lost puppies because they would like walk away and look at their friends and be like. Oh, Is there a seat next oh, to you, bro? Bro. <laughs> and yeah. then the movie isn't over yet, but they're like, they we're done. And, and so there's 20 of them, and they all like stood up. And at that point, they were spread throughout the theater. So it was like, oh. it looked like everyone was leaving, but it was just the bros deciding to leave at the yeah. end. The movie ends in a spot where it's like, you can tell the movie's over, but it's doing like a pretty ethereal like, like thing moment. From end where of the you, movie. Where yeah. you're supposed to just kind of sit there and. and consider what just and they happened. were like nope we're done and it was like a 30 second sequence where it was just like a lot of colors and music and stuff mm-hmm. and the second the dialogue stopped they like stood up and left i hate that started it was, i was out. like what is happening right yeah. now? andy and i were looking at each other like the, like, the movie's over. still happening something could still happen yeah <laughs> yeah you don't fucking yeah know you haven't seen the movie you don't know so um, that was kind of crazy but i thought that uh i mean we we knew we had heard that Adam Sandler was incredible. Yeah. But Adam Sandler was incredible in this nice. movie. I mean, his it, gems were uncut. Yeah. I and I was God. telling Sammy, I was like, it's such a it's such a heavy year for the acting category. Yeah. I was like, if Joaquin didn't make a Joker movie that made a billion dollars this year, like Adam Sandler would be in the conversation. And at the moment, I'm not sure he is. Wow. But I think it's my favorite performance of the year. Wow. I think I would if if I was in charge, if I was oh, Mr. Okay, okay. <laughs> if I was Mr. Oscar, I yes. would give I would give okay, the Oscar. Mr. Is, Mr. Is Oscar. that more because it's a good performance yeah. or because you know that Adam Sandler can pump out garbage consistently and he's doing this good? No, I genuinely think it's a really good performance because mm-hmm. there were multiple times during the movie where it was like I should be thinking like Wow, that's Adam Sandler, and like uh-huh. surprise. But I found myself like completely in it, in it and yeah. believing that he was Howard, not Adam Sandler. Wow. So right, he did good. Yeah, yeah, I thought he did, I thought he did really yeah, good. I saw yep. I saw some early tweets that were like, uh, people were upset. Oh, it was like there's a complaint they were going to file against SEC for C- saying that or FTC saying that the moviegoers were being misled by the trailer that they were going to see what? the movie, no. and no. it was like. I was like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Like, I misled I, if you assume you know what an Adam Sandler movie like, is before. I guess at every at Adam Sandler's in it, then it must be some kind. Well, of Well, it's type like every movie. quick trailer I had been forced to see on YouTube was just like him with jewelry and going, "This is how I win." And I was like, "That's not like that." That's not. <laughs> but then there I saw, really was only one trailer. That I they saw put one out? that was yeah. on Hulu. That's like a now playing one. Yeah. That is not. Con- it does not convey what the movie is at all. Because yeah. I. Oh. It was like just him like pointing at jewelry and being like, "Oh yeah, that that," and then like it just cuts to other people and other things happening, like a basketball hoop. And, and there are I was like, "That of... doesn't <laughs> like I've seen the other trailer and I know what this movie is gonna be. This I, is not represented." I think I saw uh, like a fifteen second spot that put in all like the funny yes. moments. Like the there's a part where he's arguing with his wife, who's Adina Menzel, and she like mm-hmm. goes to fake punch him and he flinches. And that's kind of like uh-huh. out of context of the movie. That's kind of a funny like uh-huh. Adam Sandler esque scene. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I saw that and was like, oh, they're trying to. Trick people. Yeah, I, was, I was like, I saw that and I was like, well, this is the first time I've seen this, but I guess that yeah. makes sense now. That I was like, who would be misled by the other trailer? But right. people saw this one, I guess. Because they saw that Furby and they're like, this yeah. must be a Furby movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
and most and like Good Time, a lot of the people in the movie are real. Yes, people. and that's people what from, I love about. I know the one of the jewelers is real. One of the yeah. jewelers is and people have found his Instagram and it's insane. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I did see that. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, and but like uh, Kevin Garnett. Oh yeah, is amazing. Yeah, he's really good in the movie. He's really good, and he has a lot to do. It's not just like. Be Shows Kevin up Gar- and it's, leaves, yeah. it's not just like be Kevin Garnett. Like he has an arc and he has like huh. an emotional like mm. core that he needs to convey, and I think he did really, really well. Wow. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I always blank on his name, but the guy from Get Out and uh, Lakey Stanfield. Yeah, like, oh, Lakey Stanfield. He was great he's too. Great. Yep. He <laughs> Man, he's definitely everywhere. adds yeah. to the stress, but he's great. He's great in it. Yeah. It, Uncut Gems, amazing. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite performances. Say it. Oh, I thought you were going to say, one of the best movies of 2019. <laughs> well, I mean, it is. But... <laughs> Where would you put it? Top 10? I think I'd put it, uh, yeah, it's it's in my top 10. It might even be in my top 5, I think. Nice. But, cool. Yeah. Wow. Stiff competition, though. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I liked it. I really liked it. You got to see it. Okay. <laughs> I'll force watch myself to watch it. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, I, unlike Good Time, like, after we watched Good Time a couple days later, I was like, yeah, I could probably watch that movie again. Uh-huh. Like, I was going back to it. But, like, Uncut uh, Gems, I would watch again. I yeah. would. I don't think I'd ever watch Good Time again, but I would watch it. I'd watch it. Wow, Gems, okay. So. Yeah. Because, huh. I, yeah, I think Sandler, I, I think it has more levity to it throughout. Because mm-hmm. I mean, because of the, what the movie, what the content is, that it's enough of it that you're like, okay. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not the good, same, at, yeah. like, the situation that is in Good Time. Right, yes, yeah. Good Time is just dark throughout, uh-huh. <laughs> so it's kind of hard to go back to. Well, I think Uncut Gems has enough of that that you want to go back to it. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. And a lot of Good Time is like, oh, man, this is just a bad situation yeah. to be in. Yes. Whereas, like, Uncut Gems is like, he is creating the worst yes. situation He for is himself. doing all of this. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Cool. It's fun to watch him burn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, back what, to Raymond. Back to Raymond. Yeah. What else you watched? Um, I'll, I'll quickly drop uh, two things. Yeah, because you got five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh... TikTok. Bitch. Um... Alex is waiting. I caught up on the two newest seasons of Letterkenny that they dropped this year, yeah. which uh, is now it's considered a Hulu exclusive, but they're doing the same thing uh, Netflix does with international shows, where it's the, the channel it's from originally, Crave TV, is still the original producer of the show. Nef- uh, Hulu just gives them money. Did you see what mm. they're doing with FX now? It's no. on Hulu now, FX right? FX is now FX and FX on Hulu. Oh, shit. So all their shows are going to go on Hulu and on the channel at the same oh, time. Oh, wow, okay. And I believe, I'm not completely sure, but it seems like they're going to drop, like, multiple episodes to stream sure. on Hulu. I saw an ad about it, but I didn't, like, they didn't explain it. Like, it just said so, FX is on Hulu. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, was like, yeah FX shows. is already on Hulu. <laughs> That's yeah. what I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but now that makes more sense. And I think, okay. the, I think probably the plan is they're going to get rid of the channel in a couple of years and then you can just well watch right now it on, it's two channels so that makes and sense you can just yeah. watch it on who i mean they 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 green light it's always sunny forever mm-hmm. it's still yeah. if they signed up for like another three seasons they just green they lit big, american horror story for like four more seasons they had a big thing yesterday and so they announced like the new season of fargo sure they yep. announced that alex uh garland show devs got a trailer yeah. and but a lot of the marketing was like watch it on hulu yeah mm-hmm. there's i saw a trailer for a new rob mcelhenny show that's mm-hmm. gonna be I think on Apple TV, where it's like he's a video game developer. Yeah. But it was very funny because they used the line from the producer, like a producer of It's Always Sunny. It's like, you mean Rob McElhenney, the yeah. star of the show? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I saw the two newest seasons of Letterkenny. 
It's a very long running. I mean, it hasn't been on that long, but it's developed like a cult following over like four or five years. Mm-hmm. And it's really become it's a it's a sitcom Canadian sitcom basically about Canadian rednecks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of like a King it's of the Hill, but it's very funny. I've seen we watched one episode mm-hmm. at our friend's house, and I I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. I just don't know if it's a show that I would right. keep watching, it's, but it's I, I do short. I do get it, and I think it's really fun. The seasons really are only like seven or eight episodes. Maybe nine at the most, and they just they blow through really quickly because they're only like mm. twenty five minute episodes. Yeah, and uh, they, it is meant to be like a sitcom where they're like overarching storylines, but they're fairly inconsequential to how each episode plays out, which is nice because you can just kind of put it on in any order you want, really. Uh-huh. Uh Hulu did a thing where they dropped like the first three seasons all at like one time onto Hulu, so then people started to really pick it up, and then they put on like the next two seasons, and that caught them up to where they were at. Oh, nice. And then they put out, like, uh, one season showed up, uh, like, right around Thanksgiving, and then they just dropped another full season at Chris, like, right after Christmas. It's eight episodes, and then now they're done for the next year. Uh, it's it's really fun. The writing is very funny. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just, a, if you like that, it's very quick-witted humor that's either, like, it's, it's adult humor. But it's also, there's a lot of just, like, pun-based humor or, mm-hmm. like, people just riffing on jokes. I would definitely say that the quick-witted is a good way to describe it. Because yeah. it is very fast-paced and it's funny. And they're, the way even the way they talk is uh-huh. very fast-paced. I, and... I watch it with the subtitles on. Right, yeah. To I feel like you figure kinda, out everything you kind of do. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, part, part of the joy of the show is that they do, like, just continuous, repeated jokes mm-hmm. and, like, repeated dialogue. And that's, like, the, every time they bring it up, it's, like, another recurring gag. And so, like, the whole show is based on, like, Every time something happens, it's like previous knowledge of like, this is a bit. Every time they yeah. do it, which is very funny. And sometimes they retire them, sometimes they make new ones. Uh, but yeah, it's eight seasons of a show on Hulu, and it's very quick and very fun. Yeah. Inconsequential yeah. show to burn. Nice. Um, and then I started a show called Dollface. Have you guys heard of that? Oh, yeah. No. So it is... Maybe. I don't know who the creator is, but it's uh, stars Kat Dennings and Disney's Brenda Song. Oh, yeah. Oh. As an adult, she's definitely not on the Disney Channel anymore. <laughs> uh, and there's there's another main character girl that's my girlfriend informed me is from Pretty Little Liars, but I know nothing about her. Okay. Um, well, you're wrong. Pretty Little yeah. Liars is great. <laughs> uh, Shout out is, to my pretties. <laughs> it's, <laughs> Sorry. The, the, it's the premise of the show is that like Kat Dennings is in a relationship with her boyfriend. They've been together for like five years, and in the first like two minutes of the show, he breaks up with her, mm. and it's like. See you later. I don't like. I'm not in love with you anymore. Whatever. We're done. And it's like she realizes that in the last five years, she pretty much dumped all of like every relationship she had, all friends, family. She's got nothing. Oh. So she's like, it's her rebuilding her life from like, what do I do now? But it, the the fun thing about it is, it's like a um, surrealist comedy almost, where it's like. Um... <laughs> Son of a bitch. All right. See you guys later. Uh... <laughs> Oh, it it um it takes like a surrealist comedy angle to it where like the first thing he does he like pulls off they're in California he pulls off into like a desert scene and it's like all right this is where I leave you and he gives her a bus ticket oh. and then he looks at, she looks at the bus ticket and it's got like instead of a greyhound it's a cat and then the bus pulls up and open they open the door and it's like a cat anthropomorphic people. cat woman driving it oh yeah oh say what <laughs> oh <laughs> no. oh peaks no. my interest oh, it looks better than here. cats i'll tell you that it, <laughs> it looks weird peaking my jellical yeah. interest the whole like and then cat denning stares at her is like what the fuck is this and she's like oh you never heard of a crazy cat lady before and then she gets on the bus and it's all women who have like 
been broken up with recently and they're riding they're it's riding funny. a bus <laughs> and so it's like as she's riding she's like i want to get off the bus and the cat lady's like nope you can't do that <laughs> you and you're like and then some girl like screams and goes i need to get off and they they open the door and the open door is like a bus stop that says like rebound road or some shit like that and there's like a guy waiting for you like uh i live with my mom you want to get married and she goes yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, they drop her off at like a bus de- like a, a bus depot and the the bus depot is like, All right, so your friends are gonna come pick you up now and she has none. And so uh, it's like yeah, so every every episode seems to like it does one it's it's kinda like a comedy of her like refiguring out her life and her yeah. Brenda Song and the other girl are like her previous like college best friends. So she's like reconnecting with them and visiting with their life. And then, like, at least once an episode, it's some weird surrealist shit like that. Yeah. But, like, there's a thing in the in the second episode where she tries to, like, um, become, new, you know, new new me, where she puts on, like, workout clothes and starts, like, an app. And, like, she's staring at, like, a bottom of a really long staircase outside. And she's like, all right, start workout. And it's like, you need to add more steps, like, as your target goal. <laughs> if you want to make this count. And she's like, okay. It's like, that's not enough. And she adds more. And then she starts going up, like, two stairs. And she's like... The app's like workout pause, and she's trying to look at it. It's like you gotta cry now and think about what like, <laughs> what you've done. And then like a fat a fat guy like runs by her, just like books it up the stairs, and it's like workout resumed. And then she takes like two steps, and another guy like runs past her, and it's like workout pause. You can cry now. And then she like starts crying. It's like workout done. <laughs> but it's, it's very funny uh, seeing Brenda Song as an adult is weird to me. But because yeah. I. You, me, and probably you guys also like she was the face of Disney Channel for like right. five years. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's weird seeing her like be like Wendy Wu, Homecoming Warrior. Yeah. See, that's after, yeah. even after my time. Like most of the stuff I saw, <laughs> yeah, her, she was like movie. twelve. I don't think I have <laughs> uh, but yeah, she's she's an adult. Cat Dennings is getting to do something that's not the fucking two broke girls. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't even I don't even think that show's on the air. But I think it's, it had it's in syndication season. now. I think so it had like, the last season that just ended. I don't like blame that. her because that means she get if as long as it's in syndication she, she gets, gets a paycheck for forever. Right. It's like I whatever whatever TV station uh, my employee lounge had is normally set on, it plays every night at eight o'clock. It plays two yeah. broke girls. Like, I thought that show was fine for like a half a season, and then it just felt like the same joke but every, louder every episode. It's on every time. <laughs> same joke but louder. Yeah. Someone is watching that station during the day while I'm working, and when I go to clock off. Every time it is playing an episode, it's a different episode, but it's the same fucking sequence. I yeah, watch yeah. it every time. <laughs> it's like they say something in the restaurant, the manager comes in, says something like the cook is being weird. And it's like it's the same setup every single episode. Yeah. It feels very much like a Chuck Lore show, yeah. which yeah. whatever. But I don't I don't begrudge her that. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad to see I like Kat Cat Dennings and everything she does, so I'm really glad to see her do something that's more adult and like actually getting to act and yeah it's fun it's a it's a fun not i mean i'm only about halfway through the season so far but it's like not very uh uh deep mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's mostly the surrealist stuff is like observational humor yeah but it, it's like it's a lighthearted show about a girl getting back on her feet and you know what sometimes you don't want to watch chernobyl sometimes <laughs> you want to watch that that's right <laughs> yeah emily and i Tried to watch an episode when we were on the plane. And uh-huh. we're like, this is not a time to watch Chernobyl. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not. not. <laughs> it's a uh, the. I'll say I just watched episode three or four, and the whole like revolving like there's a 
side plot in that episode where they're in California and they're dealing with like I, I'm wondering how it's going to play further on, but there's like the revolving concept of like since they're in California, they can deal with like they can name drop famous people and shit like that. And the whole idea is like Cat Dennings tells one of her friends a secret she wasn't supposed to, and like a reporter hears, and it's like a big actual like secret about a celebrity thing. So <laughs> to counter that, she has to tell a different secret, which is that like her other friend is at a party for Joey Lawrence, who has announced he's going to die. Oh no! <laughs> so they go there, and it's like. It's like there's gonna be a magician act, and it's like, oh yeah, Joey Lawrence loves magic. That's what this whole this whole thing is just oh like a God. setup for him to be a magician. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's very funny, and it's actually Joey Lawrence, and it's like, hey, this is something I remember. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. It's lighthearted fun. It's also a movie. I don't know what you're doing with your hands to your dog. I don't like She's it. She's sniffing and she uh, wants to fight. Oh, <laughs> you're gonna brawl? Yeah, we're gonna fight. But yeah, that's that's all I have to say. Jimmy. You got anything else? I watch? got two more things, um, real quick, just like him. just like Raymond did with two TV shows that, that I finished. Okay. Um, first one being, and we've already, you guys have already talked about it a little mm-hmm. bit, but I finished The Witcher. I yeah, finished, you tossed, ta- you finished your coins. tossing my coins to The Witcher, which is just a great show. I'm yeah. getting there. Um, my not my complaints, but my uh, thoughts going into it was with those first four episodes, I was like, it throws a lot mm-hmm. at you, fantasy stuff, and. It, you guys did say it, and I 100% agree that once you get past that with for, the fourth episode, things really start to connect uh-huh. and fit together, and you really start to get into the stride of things. I will say that, like, there's, I mean, there's obviously, like, nudity in it, but there's mm-hmm. specifically one episode where it was, like, a ton of, like, the one specific character nudity that uh-huh. didn't need to be, that I was like, that's just nudity to be nudity? <laughs> and I was like, okay, Meanwhile, sure. They, like, darkened a scene that got Henry Cavill's butt in it. Yeah, they can't show his butt, but they can show this girl full frontal nudity, nudity the entire episode. Honestly, probably three-fourths <laughs> of the audience are tuning in in hopes of seeing his butt. Right. How can you My have a Witcher when show when you see his butt, like, the first shot of uh. him, him in the Witcher 3 game is his butt, but you don't <laughs> see Henry Cavill's butt. Uh. That's, like, a disservice to what and that show is. And he's a Witcher fan, so what happened? Yeah. yeah. He knows. He, he knew the score. He knows. But I, I mean, I like the... the show so much that like after it was over I went and tried to buy the first or I mm. was going to rent the first book mm. through the library and it was like 37 weeks oh yeah until you get the book and I was like okay I have an Amazon gift card I'll buy the first book Amazon was like we don't have any new copies <laughs> I was like okay so I got a used copy and it's supposed to show, show up at oh, some okay. point soon so I'm gonna read I want to start reading those it will take me a long time because everyone is buying those books right now I would and, really like to read them I haven't right. read them before yeah so yeah. I'll read the first one I'll hand it off cool to you. Oh. it'll be a very used book <laughs> fine with me I mean because I'll be like with, with The Witcher <laughs> <laughs> I uh I, all those hand motions that the audience can I didn't want to say it <laughs> you want to say you're jacking off to a book Imagining your boy, Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill, the Witcher? Yeah. Gerald of Rivia? Tossing my coins to him. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Jingle jangling my coins. I, uh, I was really appreciative that the showrunner is a woman who's like a yeah. huge fan of the yeah. series, of oh, like yeah. the games. And right. like she's taken a, st- it's, it's really refreshing. Like she's taken a stand against like, like idiots who like get on Twitter and like, that's not The Witcher. You did it wrong. Why'd you do this? And, like, it's people from, like, mad about, like, her not representing the games, which the games take place after the books. Right, yeah, And they people do. Yeah. mad that she, like, truncated the book series telling the first season. Yeah. But 
it's nice because she's got like an answer for most things that are actual like legit criticism. Right. Like this she's is why like, I did this. And yeah. I watched the thing that was like, what were the differences? And really, mm-hmm. she just expanded on things mm-hmm. like they weren't in the book. Like she didn't take anything out. She just like well, she expanded changed stuff on. around. Well, changed the like, right, changed the order of things. But really, like there's a battle that happens. Uh, that wasn't even explained in the book, but she decided mm-hmm. to show it. So I was like, yeah. why are you mad about that? You can't there's, be mad about that. There's, there's People are mad because of the first plot line is like that princess girl. And uh-huh. she doesn't show up until like the fifth book, which is the last book in the main series. Cirilla? Yes. Oh, okay. But she is, what she was like, she was saying like, this girl is very important to the plot. How would you feel if we just started the show and I didn't show her until season five, if we ever got there. Right. And once you get to book five, it's revealed that like, she's super important to the plot. Yeah. So it's like, I she had to, to like, you it. have to yeah. introduce her way earlier yeah. because right. it's not like a book series. We don't, they don't know if they're going to get more than this <laughs> next season. Like they didn't know when they made it, they were going to get a season two. Right. So it's like, you have to, if you're going to incorporate that, you've got to put it early on because otherwise it's bad storytelling. Yeah. In, in a show. Right. So and, like, and the other thing like that. that was like amazing was that the, the game came out in 2015 and mm-hmm. it won game of the year back then. The last game, yeah. The, the yeah, Witcher, Witcher three. three, Witcher three, Wild Hunt, and then when the Netflix show came out, they beat their record of how many people were playing that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and it wasn't and it wasn't because because people were like, well, it came out on Xbox Game Pass, so yeah. people were playing it more, and they're like, we're just talking specifically mm-hmm. Steam numbers. Mm-hmm. We beat the record that we ever had. When the game even came out, one game of the year, it beat that record, which mm-hmm. is just Damn. really cool that Witcher, people really like in The Witcher. And I really enjoy that game, but I did, and I've talked about this before mm-hmm. too, where it's a lot to get into. Yeah. It takes a lot to the play that game. The same thing to my girlfriend, where she like started, she's not finished yeah. it because every side, she Sorry. wants to 100% the game, but right. it's like every it's side so quest much. is like an hour plus story. Yes, every yeah. side story is its own, like almost mm-hmm. its own game. So... I put in Skyrim and <laughs> made Geralt in Skyrim, yeah. and I've been playing Skyrim, and that's what I've been doing to counteract that. I've lost, that. like, six months of my life to Skyrim. Yeah, and I'm going to now play it only as if what the Witcher would do, <laughs> and I'm having a great time. Yeah, yeah. And the first thing I did was got enough coins to buy a horse, and that's the first yeah. thing I did. Uh, my girlfriend had bought the Game of the Year edition on Steam and yeah. hadn't played it in some time. Right. And so after we watched the show, she turned it on and was going to play it, and then she was like, Oh yeah, the game of the year means you get all the DLC they put out forever. Yep. Mm-hmm. So like she booted up and it was like, "Thanks for your purchase. Thanks for your purchase." It's like it downloaded four different DLCs. Right. So that's yep. another like. Yep. That's a whole another. Oh, yeah. I'm never gonna get. Right. Each <laughs> DLC was basically get. yeah a whole another game basically. Yeah. yeah. It was insane. I don't think I've ever. There's one of the DLCs for Skyrim that I never even got around. Right. Wow. I can't even get to those. Yeah. There's so much in those games. Um. So yeah, Witcher's awesome. Um. Andy, you'll. When you finish it, you'll enjoy it. Because yeah. you had the same kind of thoughts that I was having. That, mm-hmm. like, there's a lot thrown out mm-hmm. here, and you have to kind of look up some of the stuff, especially the law of surprise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yeah look every that once in a while, I'd, I'd look over at Jessica and be like, so what is this? And she'd be like, well, I mean, everything I know is after this, but here's my best guess. Right. This person's important. That thing's important. Yeah. I'm like, okay. It's... It's very much not Emily's jam at all. Uh, so yeah. I'm trying to watch it like when she's at work. Uh, yeah. So so I don't like make her sit through this high fantasy sure. thing that she could care less Kenzie about. Kenzie really enjoyed it. So the whole time she was like, I'm very confused, but I'm I'm enjoying it a lot. It's a lot of fun. So, it yeah, helps it's, that, it's that Jessica and I are both like really like high fantasy stuff. And we were also watched the first four episodes together. And then like the next night we watched the next two. And then the next night we watched the last two. Yeah, so it's like with the whole time, anytime there was a law, like, so is this what's happening? She's like, I think that's what's happening. We're like, we conferred with each other the whole time. And yeah. we, we put it together. Nice. Yep. By the time... So it's good to watch it with yeah. someone. 
By the time you talk about four, it, you I don't watch it. watch it alone. I watch it with my cat. Oh, Morty got <laughs> Morty and I watch it. Morty helps you out. I think by the time you finish episode four, it gives you enough to understand what's happening, and then mm-hmm. in every episode after that, they expound on it enough. By the yes, end of the season, you figured yeah. it out. Yeah. Which is so funny because afterwards, I went on Reddit to see what other people like were thinking. And so many people are like, I didn't get it. It doesn't make any sense. And I was like, did you finish the show? And they're like, yeah, I didn't get it. I'm like, it's, like, <laughs> it by makes time sense get, by the end. By the time you get to three and four, it introduces every concept you need to know. Right. And they're like, why didn't it say it, like it was this many years later? It's like, it tells you. It, it does explain it does, that. It does, I, I really appreciate it. It didn't go, it didn't like cut to black and go ten this years many before, yeah, ten yeah. years later. <laughs> like that's more than you need. It's right. just like. I thought, cool, I thought it was a cool. I thought it was a cool way to do it. It's been ten years. I, I like, know you said that they came out and said that they wouldn't do that in season two, but I was yeah. like, I thought it was a cool concept. I thought it was cool that they did that. It was confusing, but yeah. then once I figured it out, I was like, oh, that's cool that they did yeah. that. Yeah. So I appreciate cool. it for yeah. what it was. Yeah. 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 And then the other thing I watched and finished, and had a swell time finishing was The Watchmen. Ooh. I finished it. <laughs> I did it. I sure did it. It was insane. Ooh, it was man. unbelievable. I'm so excited. I to can't watch even it. express. I, th- I literally, I it was. I finished it the night before Andy and I went and saw Uncut Gems, oh just so God. I could talk about it. I sh- we, I, I showed up at like six. Our movie was at seven forty. <laughs> we, we just the talked night. until we, we had to leave. Then we went and got food and talked the entire time. After Uncut Gems was over, we talked about Uncut Gems a little bit, and then and just talked about watching more. <laughs> it was it's insane, and it's just you want to just talk about it. And I just felt all I kept saying to Annie was like, "I'm so sorry that you had to do this alone," because yeah. even oh. watching it by myself and just texting Andy, I was like, "This isn't enough. There, I need to talk about this show." There was a tweet that I saw. It was extremely cheesy, but it also like absolutely is true. Yep. It was like when when I finished reading Watchmen for the first time. I felt an, like a real sadness because I would never be able to read Watchmen again uh-huh. for the first time. Yes. And this show felt like I was yes. reading Watchmen for the first time again. Wow. Yeah, and now I will never get to have that experience of watching now, that show for the first time again. I won't get to watch the yeah. show for the first time. There is a reveal at end of, end of one There's... of the episodes that I was like, oh my god <laughs> no way I just couldn't even believe it and it made sense and all of it fit together and then Oh, I, I just can't. They do show, it so well. They did such a good job. There's not a show. I don't even think I was this adamant with Game of Thrones. But, wow. like, every Sunday night at 5.55, it came on HBO Go at 6. And I would be refreshing the page <laughs> so I could watch it at 6 because I was so fucking excited. As I was watching it, I, like, I watched, like, the first episode. A first episode, and then, like, the, after a couple of nights, I watched the second one. And then it wasn't until, like, the third one I was like, oh, man, this show is just, like, it's really kicking in. And I was like, I Every don't... episode... Then I, like, I like slowed down because I was like, I don't want to go through it too fast. Uh, so I ended up watching, like, again, because I wanted to talk about it when... Because I knew... I was like, Raymond won't be there, so mm-hmm. I can talk about it freely. <laughs> so I better finish it so I can talk about it because I will want to talk about uh, it. And it's just... It's insane. I rewatched a couple episodes just because I wanted to because it was like in the middle of the week and I was like there's not a new Watchmen to watch yet I'll just go rewatch this episode and I don't want to like spoil anything so there is a my favorite chapter in the book Uh is there's an episode that is similar to that and it just it's different enough right and it does exactly what my favorite chapter does and does it well and does it it does it in such a good like a good way like everything the movie did wrong mm-hmm. they knew how to do it right yeah. and they because they understood the book i mean and we've talked about that before but like you can tell that they know the book they understood it they know what's worth like telling mm-hmm. and like showing and- 
And it's just, it's and David Lindelof has said before that every piece of writing he's ever written is somehow influenced by Watchmen. Sure. <laughs> like, and if you go back and watch Lost, like, a lot of the structure of Lost is from Watchmen. Mm-hmm. So. Will the end of Lost make more sense because no. of the Watchmen? No. no I've never not watched Lost. <laughs> That's something where they had to figure out what they were doing at like, the moment that they did Their it. problem there was they were saying, let's make awesome mysteries, and mm-hmm. then they got to the end and were like, oh, we have to answer those oh. mysteries? Oh, shit. That's my problem? You didn't problem? get canceled beforehand? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I'm Dang. still working here? <laughs> really hoping we get canceled before we had to answer this stuff. Yeah. I'm really hoping the amount of, like, dumb little spoiler things that became, like, weekly memes on Twitter did not spoil that much for me. I don't think so. I didn't get I, anything I know more spoiled. Than I, want, I know right. more than I want to oh, know yeah, just yeah. because of dumb shit like that, but right. I don't... I still have no idea what even happens in the show. Which yeah. is good. I just know, like some visual references, so they're mm. out of context. Hopefully it doesn't affect me that much. Right. Yeah. I'm still very excited for the show. Get, get Talking to my girlfriend shit. about getting the HBO subscription, so I've, we're, there's so many I, things I want to watch on HBO, on. I finally have one, to do it. Shit. One thing I would say that I feel like is the crutch of the show mm-hmm. is I don't think you can enjoy it without a rev- reading the... Read reading the, the, I think yeah, reading the graphic novel. I think novel. it's possible, but I think if you've read the graphic novel, it's just a whole nother level mm-hmm. of appreciation. I, 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 I don't know, again, again, because I've seen the graphic, I read the graphic novel, so I can't see it in the eyes of not seeing it. Mm. But there are plot points that are not explained because they're explained in the graphic it novel. It would be very confusing, but I don't know if it, like, you wouldn't understand the story. Right, yes, that's true. would just be true, very confused. There'd be a couple things that you may, like, it might make you not want to watch it more because you're like, that doesn't, I don't so know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, yeah, there's I a lot. That... If, if my girlfriend has any questions, she'll have to do yeah. the Witcher on me and be like, right. what is this? Yeah, like, and oh. you could explain it. Yeah, yeah. so that's where Which I'm like. I already explained the big thing that happens in episode one. It's like, this is a thing because it's not, when we watched the movie, I explained that mm-hmm. that was like the change. Right. Yes, right. You know, so right. it's like, we, I know that's coming up, but yeah, yeah the, the other stuff that it references, mm. I'll just I'll pause it and be like, you know what? Here's the thing. And <laughs> Andy has said that like, it, and I agree with him, like, if they never made another season, you'd be okay. With it. You'd be okay. It, it, it's I would I see how they could do another season, uh, but at the same another, time, I would, I would watch oh, yeah. another one. I would watch The Watchmen, um, <laughs> but I get it if they didn't. Like if they were like, "We're done," I get it. I totally get it. So, so yeah. incredible, nice. unbelievable, amazing. All right, it's great. Yeah, I second everything <laughs> you say. It's it's. I was want just be like Raymond. Let's just watch it, right? Let's yeah. turn this up. Let's just start watching it. We plan a movie. We plan a movie to watch yeah. it. Instead, you just make me watch. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. I should. Yeah. All right, that's yeah. all I got. All right, uh, I'll I'll be pretty quick on these. The last two things I saw. You got eleven minutes. <laughs> oh shit! Um, but uh, I went and saw on Sunday night. I went and saw Bombshell. Oh, is, cool. Uh, yeah. That's because you have the AMCA list? Were you going to see that any other way? No, I don't think I would. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's the nice thing. Is uh-huh. it, And I'm happy I saw it. It was really, really good. Uh, the performances were great. Mm-hmm. I was... Uh, it's it's basically the, sto- the story of the downfall of Fox News and Roger Ailes. Yeah. Except like, they haven't really downfallen, though. Fox News hasn't. Roger Ailes right. kind of has. And yes. I, what I did like is that the movie recognizes that yeah okay the movie recognizes that it's a shitty situation mm-hmm. and but it's, it really hasn't changed a ton yeah yeah and i also think it's not trying to like it's not trying to convince me that fox news is the best and it's right. also not trying to convince me that fox news is like the devil well, it's like it's everyone like, who's a main character is a bad 
person yes. in real life, so it's hard to make yeah. me like. And, that's why I had no interest in watching it because like and, I don't sympathize. I mean, that's what I was. I don't sympathize that's what I was yeah. worried about yeah. because it was like I was worried going in that they were going to be like, Megan Kelly is a saint person in this terrible she thing. She is not. And I think the movie does a great job of showing mm-hmm. she said some terrible shit. She's also done black she's a, she's a bad she is a bad uh-huh. person. Uh-huh. That doesn't mean what happened to her no, is absolutely. okay. Right. And I think that that's what I really appreciated about the movie mm-hmm. that it was like it's not there to change anybody's mind. Uh-huh. It knows that if you like Fox News, there's it's not there to change your mind. Uh-huh. You're going to have your opinions. This movie is not going to change it. Mm-hmm. I think it did a good job of telling the story that's a really interesting story. Yeah. With at least a little bit of subtlety, sure. To where what didn't feel like it was hitting me over the head, mm-hmm. but it also is like, how do you not with that story? Because mm-hmm. there are a lot of things that are like, this is insane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, all the performances were amazing. Margot mm-hmm. Robbie is incredible. Right. Farquaad. Oh, he's really good. Okay. He's under a ton of makeup. So <laughs> yeah, I know. When, it, it was when he first shows up in the trailer, I was like, whoa. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, the main. Oh, it's John Lithgow. It's John yeah. Lithgow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Yep. But, I didn't sorry. realize that. The, said main, the main trio <laughs> of women is Nicole Kidman, uh, Charlize Theron, mm-hmm. and uh, Margot Robbie. And uh, Charlize Theron plays Megan Kelly. Uh-huh. And at the very beginning, it was like it felt like she was doing like a caricature of Megan uh-huh. Kelly. And the voice that she has to do for it is like way over the top. Yeah. And so it's a little distracting in the beginning, but yeah. I think it they're. They're all incredible actresses, yeah. and they all put in insanely good performances. So, uh, for that, I enjoyed. I enjoyed it quite a bit. I heard uh, Kate McKinnon's character is an invented character. She is, and it's it, uh, she's not a real person that exists. No, it, it, it's strange. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a little strange, but I I liked it, and it's sure. a funny. It's a funny character, but it, knowing that it's not real kind of uh-huh. sucks. Yeah, because basically what it is is she's a. She's she works at Fox News because that's the only place she could get a job, but she's uh-huh. like a hardcore liberal, uh-huh. and she's hiding it from everybody there. Uh-huh. And so, like, the only other person that finds out is Margot Robbie because mm. they have sort of a thing, uh-huh. and they're like, basically, it's like Margot Robbie knows this secret about her that could get her fired from uh-huh. Fox News, basically, because she works in the, for Bill O'Reilly, uh-huh. and and basically, <laughs> I do like they are for, doing it live. Yeah, I do like <laughs> that they portray that as, like, Bill O'Reilly is the fucking salt of the earth, and nobody oh. likes him. Even the people that work on his show are like, oh, yeah, he's a piece of shit. <laughs> because yeah. he is. He's, yes. like, the worst person alive. So, um, and then I think and what kind of backs all that up is at the end of the movie, it says how, uh, like, the, it does the little after credits of, uh. like, these women fought for what happened, and they broke the story. Uh. And they received like a twenty-seven million dollar settlement for for doing it, and they exposed Roger Ailes for being this terrible person. Mm-hmm. And then immediately says he also got like four hundred million dollars as a severance when he left. Uh-huh. So it was like everything. It was like a third of what it, he got paid is what they got out of it. Yeah. Jeez. So it's it's interesting and it's crazy and it was it made me mad. You know, yeah. knowing all this, and it all takes place before the 2016 election. Right. It all takes place before Trump gets elected. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like you come out of it, and it's like at the end of the movie, it's like there's a little bit of hope, and then it's like, but then you come out and you're like, but there's not really. <laughs> <laughs> We're here in 2019, and we know what's going on. We're 2020, boy. Fuck. You're right. <laughs> um, so that was Bombshell. Uh, mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. 
and um, it was completely blown out of the water the next day when I went and saw Little Women, which uh-huh. bowled me over. <laughs> what a good movie. Such a good movie. A... I loved Goddamn. Little Women. It, and while you guys were talking about The Witcher and how The Witcher like plays with the chrono- takes the uh-huh. source and plays with the timeline in an interesting way, I think Little Women does that like yeah. flawlessly. Right. And I think because and that is the book is told in like a timeline mm-hmm. and i think taking straightforward that, timeline yeah okay and i think mm-hmm. taking that and chopping it up and basically telling all like three different time period storylines like at once through the whole movie mm-hmm. could be extremely confused confusing are you okay yeah i okay. just had a burp <laughs> uh <laughs> but i think that uh greta gerwig it does an incredible job. I never was lost in what timeline we were in. Yeah, because it does the, for the one time it says that they're going 10 years back. Sure. It says that the one time, but yeah. then after that it doesn't ever say it again. But you can <laughs> tell. But you can, yeah, yeah, you can clearly you tell. Can totally there tell. was only one scene towards the end where I was like, I wasn't sure what time it was happening at. And But that was the only, only one part yeah, did that ever right. happen. And there's one scene in particular that you see the same like sequence of events happen in two different timelines. Uh-huh. And one I of love them, that shit. And one of them, <laughs> it outcomes a certain way that's like, oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. And then you see it again, but you can tell that it, everything looks darker mm-hmm. and it's in a different timeline. Right. And it ends with Laura Dern crying and that was enough to put me into tears. Yes. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> and you knew it was coming. You, you know it's coming. You know yeah. it's coming. Uh, and it's still heart-wrenching. It, yeah. <laughs> um, I think this is the best ensemble, ensemble. cast. The cast right. is incredible. They all work really, really well together mm-hmm. because they feel, I mean, the main girls feel like they're sisters. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, Gre- yeah. and Greta Gerwig does a really good job of modernizing it enough and uh, not in like like they're not saying it's lit fam or anything but right. they talk to each other like <laughs> sis- normal like normal terms not right. heightened period the, talk right exactly and there are still instances where they she takes straight from the text sure like, i uh, feel like laura dern was that character to take straight from the text mm-hmm. i feel like most of what laura dern said was yeah. from the book which worked because that was she was like the mom figure that would yeah. say things to the kids and saoirse ronan has a has a monologue mm-hmm. that's really really good mm-hmm. and most of that that's hundred uh, percent taken from the text, except for she she ends the monologue by uh, Greta by saying added, it's lit, fam. No, oh. <laughs> uh, Greta added one line to the end of the monologue that like makes the entire thing just hit Ooh. like a f- solid stone. Mm-hmm. So how dare she desecrate that book yeah. like that? Um, <laughs> I I found myself crying in the sad parts. And I found myself crying at the happy parts. And then you just found yourself crying and just, then I just when found the movie myself, was happening. Like, <laughs> like at the end of the movie, when yeah. it ended, I was yeah. just like getting teary-eyed because I liked how how much the ending was. Like I just liked <laughs> how it ended. It was uh-huh. like, this is so nice. And it was similar to how I felt with Jojo Rabbit, where it was oh. like, it has a message, but I really like it just because it's so wholesome it's so it's wholesome so nice. it's so wholesome but never in a cheesy way like yeah. it never feels cheesy even well, though like yes this is so wholesome like yes this is like so like like i don't know i don't even know how to explain it's just so like 100 percent wholesome should and you it just uh, never... do a double feature with a beautiful day in the neighborhood mm, <laughs> maybe i've not seen that there, one. i don't know if i could there is that one, one part that took me out slightly um and it's at when bob odenkirk shows up no, that, that was another part where I was like, this is so nice. 
<laughs> but he took me out of the movie. He took me out. Yeah, I mean, it is weird seeing him. Yeah. <laughs> he expected to see Slippin' Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> hey! Uh, but they're at, at the farthest back they go, Florence Pugh is supposed to be playing a 13-year-old. Uh, yes. And she's supposed to be playing very childlike. And right at the beginning of that scene, I was like, I don't know if I believe this, but it very quickly... Yeah. I got used to it. Right. And it was okay. And after that, I was on Twitter, and somebody was like, for uh-huh. all of you that are upset about Florence Pugh playing a uh-huh. 13-year-old, and then sent out a video of Florence Pugh as, at 13 singing a song from Chicago, and it's like, oh yeah, she looks exactly like <laughs> she does now. Also, she was like born it. in 1996. Right. Yeah. So, she is not that She's old. not that old. No. no. She's also like... Dating Zach Braff. Oh, we like don't 40? even talk about it. She's oh. dating Zach Braff. Oh, I didn't know that. There is a the big difference. Yeah, it's, yeah she was. Someone did the math on Twitter. So I was like, she was six when Garden State came out. Yes. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Zach Braff. <laughs> anyway, she's. I love her. So yeah, I was she's oh, her. I love Sushi Ronan. It's the Emma Watson does I, a great I keep job. Forgetting that she's in it. Too. Emma Watson. That's why Emma I, I mean I was like amazing. I'm going with Emma Watson. Every, I love Emma Watson. Every and then acting Sarah's job Roman's she's done does, has been. Yeah. Everything Emma Watson's done so far has been kind of iffy to me. Yeah. Like her actual like choices. Like I still haven't Blink seen. Bling <laughs> ring is not good. I know it's. Little not. Women is like the original like. Uh, BuzzFeed quiz for find out what, <laughs> which sister which are you? sister you are. Yeah, uh-huh. and I think that I'm a Samantha. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I think they nailed those characters so well that everybody's cast perfectly. Yeah, I do think it's interesting. Um, Emma Stone was supposed to be Meg. Oh, huh. And then had to drop out because of something else she was doing. Huh. Bill? Maybe no, because they or were the favorite. It was oh, it was it was. She had to do pre- uh, press for the favorite, uh, and she couldn't film when they filmed. And so Emma Watson filled in for her, uh, which is what other Emma can we use? Which is exactly the same thing that happened on Beauty and the Beast because Emma Stone was going to be Belle. And oh they wow, do it, really? And Emma Stone filled in. Wow. Or Emma Watson filled in. Yeah. And Emma Watson was originally cast in La La Land, and when she couldn't do it, Emma Stone. Huh. So they it's like just literally just whatever just Emma. Out for each other, Emma but... Stone was going to be Hermione. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought that Emma Watson did a great job as Megan, yeah. and each one gets like a really like. A hard-hitting monologue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That. Oh yeah. They and, each get to do some heavy lifting. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. And I mean, the ensemble is so strong. That ensemble. When uh, when your ensemble is that strong, that uh, Meryl Streep really is like a background That's side crazy. character. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and not the standout. Yeah. Like, oh she, yeah. She's incredible. She's Meryl Streep, but she's she is a side character. And, and even like you just think that Timothy Chalamet is just going to be. Like messing with him the whole time, but you—he's not really. He's not. I don't think he is at all. I think he's just—he's misguided. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I think he did really great in it too. Like seeing the trailers, I was like, oh, I expect him to be a certain way, and he's not that way at all. He's, yeah. What? What? Nothing. Oh, good lord. No. Oh god. Oh. All right. But uh, yeah, I loved it. (laughs) Yes. And uh, so it's so good. I will watch anything else Greta Gerwig puts out because yeah. she's two for two I mean, right now yeah lady bird is so good Lady's and this one good. and little woman is even better she is so uh her i don't know if they're married but it, she's noah at least Bombach? dating noah bombach they're married they are married and they have marriage a child. story is about his him, first divorce yeah him first getting divorce. divorced and and like becoming like in a relationship yeah. with greta Gerwig. <laughs> uh, but they are signed on to write the barbie movie i oh. don't <laughs> I Which hope that never strange. gets made. I doubt it will, but that's a strange thing. But if it's them doing it, I'd at least be interested. It's supposed to come out to next year. Yeah, 
Well, you know what's also been supposed to come out for like 20 years? It's a Monopoly movie. Oh. Shit like that. You know, anything that's an old property has had something (laughs) in the works. We'll see. I don't think I would see it, but I'm interested enough because it's them writing it that I'm like... You think it'll turn it on its head? I don't know. I just kind of want to see what that would be. What they've got. (laughs) Yeah, I want to see what a movie by them would be. That's <laughs> Barbie. That was my whole thing. I, that I was Margo... excited for Monopoly because it was supposed to be Ridley Scott. And I think <laughs> <laughs> what? Right. Margot Robbie's still attached to be Barbie. Or something like that? So that huh. I've, I'm see. pretty sure in my Entertainment Weekly there is a picture. They've released a picture. Maybe. I will not believe it until it is out. Because it like said what was going to come out in 2020. I'm pretty sure there's a, a picture. Movie. Yeah. Margot Robbie is. All right. Well, Barbie. I'll... Margot okay. Barbie. Well, on that uh, on that note, let's uh, wrap things up so you can go watch Jeopardy. Yeah, uh, I'm thirty th- two minutes late to my Jeopardy. Shit, uh, thank, but thank God it's an hour episode. You guys got lucky. If you want to get in contact <laughs> with us, you can uh, hop on the old Twitter box. Hop on, so, tweet tweet. So send us a tweet at tweet, tweet. Uh, NSAOT Pod, mm-hmm. and uh, if you want to send us an email, the old fashioned analog way. Uh, yeah. Good call back to upgrade. Never seen any of <laughs> email. Never seen any of this pod at gmail.com. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, I think that's it for this week's episode. Yeah, yeah it was uh, almost two hours. You... Jeez, look at us go. Wow, look at my that. My butt hurts. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm absolutely. <laughs> you need an upgrade. I do. Oh, let me upgrade you. Oh, upgrade you. What are you gonna do? Now I have a song to play at the end of this episode. Oh, All so right, we there we go. It out. All right, until <laughs> next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>